Love Talk Radio. on the J. King Network contain mature content and may be deemed as offensive in nature. However, they may not reflect the same views held by the network itself. So please, use discretion when tuning in. Fred, put the goddamn sandwich down and press one. Good morning, everybody. My name is J. King. Welcome to Kings in the Morning. With me are my co-hosts, Sidney Braxton. Good morning, all you awesome wonders out there in cyber world. And welcome to the Kings in the Morning. And we're glad you're here with us today. But let me remind you, as I always do, this isn't your ordinary show, but for he or she that can endure to the end. That being said, strap them down, roll up, and tuck them in. You're going to need all three, caffeine, nicotine, and adrenaline. Go ahead, Mr. J. King, and do your thing. Ladies and gentlemen, on this Tuesday, January 30th, 2024, you're riding with the Kings. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the J. King Network. You seen what? The uh, building was lit up saying on the side of it, it's J. King's ship. So get ready for a rough and rocky road because the ship is going to be off the chain today. Have a great day, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, he's coming to the stage. He's Dr. Dre with the high top fade, also known as P.T.E. Good morning, everyone. Well, it's about that time, y'all. Let's make it do what it do. Brother Reverend Ali. We all on mute. We muted like children. We all on mute like every day. So call and listen, call and listen. Because our hosts be hating. He's muting off phone lines. It's true, you're getting muted today by J. King. We are muted like We are like every day. So call and listen. Call and listen. Good morning, Joe Bernie. Good morning, Michael Niner Jordan. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Mary. Uh, today, we're going to have a little different show, and I'm going to ask you guys to be on your best behavior. I'm hoping Reese is going to show up uh, not so late. Today, we're going to have a candidate. Good morning, Veronica Burks. We're going to have a candidate for District 2 on. 
His name is uh, Stephen Walton. District 2 in Sacramento is uh, the North Sacramento area. Good morning, Cammie. Good to see you. Um, it's in the Northern California, I mean, Northern Sacramento area. Uh, I'll let him, good morning, Jelena. I'll let him tell you um, what this district is. We got him, we got him on, on hold right now. Um, he'll be coming on in just a minute. Fred, I'm going to ask you, um, if you start eating during the show, please put yourself on mute. <laughs> now, Jay King, didn't you just ask people to be on their best behavior? That he's not a good that's example. Why, that's he's why not I a good it. example. No, he's not a fucking good example. <laughs> I just ask you to not eat during the and put you guys put yourselves on mute is really what I'm saying. If you're not talking, put yourself on mute. How many of you guys are really involved in politics? How many of you guys are involved in politics in, the, in your area? Now, not Fred, at I all. Know you, not at all. You're not at all? Nope. You know why, don't you? No. Why? Because you just be looking in pretty trend <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. Good morning, yeah, yeah, CBT. Good morning, Lee Fletcher. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm a reg- I'm registered to vote in California, and I keep up with California's and Texas. I, I I'm I'm very astute as what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, um, uh, um, Dr. Dre? Are you um? Are you, so no, you're not involved. What What about you, no. Timmy? Are you involved in politics at all? No, I'm not. I'm not involved with politics at all. Okay. What about you, Mary? Are you involved at all, Mary? No, I'm not involved in local politics. Yeah. How about you, Snitchy Smurf? Are you involved in local politics? Good morning, uh, wonderful. So at the local area uh, level, yes, okay. but not as much as right. it could be. Thank you, sir. What about you, uh, Ali? I know you you know about Hillary when they put the when they when they had the when they put the sacrifice in. Other than that, are you involved? Well, you know, I try not to be involved, J. King, but they keep pulling me back in because I've been in it for a long time. But I tell them to kiss on these booty cheeks. I'm not voting. <laughs> John Beckman said, "Does Mary, however, really like local ice cream shops?" <laughs> Damn. Ain't none of your ain't none of your fucking contestants got a driver's license, so their motherfuckers can't even vote. Like, what are they gonna use for ID? These is illegal motherfuckers anyway, Jay. Well, do you have a license? I drove. Thank I you. drive for you anytime I want to. Do I need? Uh, you're not DMV. You never asked me for a driver's license. I'm asking you now. Do you have a license? None of your business. <laughs> no. Wow! Come on, well, let me tell you guys. Incriminating themselves and shit like that in front time, of the city council. There's not a time that I that I don't vote. There's not a time that I don't vote. If there's ever a time that we um, need to be involved in politics, it's now, and it's in the um, the local elections, and. Um, 
we, um, especially in marginalized communities, we, um, we, uh, and then and black folk, we want, we want, uh, we want things our way, but we don't want to participate in the process of getting things our way. Del Paso Heights has a unique, or North Sacramento has a unique uh, situation going on because um, of the number of candidates. And I believe this is the first time that we've had this many African-American candidates. And um, of the candidates that we have, uh, there are three that I I really like. uh, two are are good friends um, that I've known for a number of years, and um, and one um, is a young man that I I, don't, I I met him through his father. I didn't really know him, um, and I I was urging him to run early on, but he he wouldn't. He he's a a, a religious guy. He said that God um, didn't speak to him. He didn't think that the district was ready. And he said, he flat out turned me down, said no. I went to him a number of times, and he said no. And then there were two other candidates that I knew. Uh, one was um, Kim, Kim Davey, who I've known all my life, and Penelope Larry, who I've known for probably the last 10 years, but I really, I really like. And both of those I, w- I, was, I was going to support. I would have supported both of them. Um, while I was in South Africa, um, I got a call from the candidate that I'm talking about who, who will be with us today. Hey, Sir Fisher, his name is um, uh, Stephen Walton. And he said, hey, man, I'm going to run. And while I, I, I like Kim Davy and um, Penelope Larry, I think both would have a steep learning curve to impact our community. And um, because Stephen was already entrenched in doing work in the community through other organizations, he was just not because he was running, just because of his concern as a citizen. I um, um, He is my candidate. He is the person that's going to be here today. But I want to say this. Any candidate that wants to come on this show, and you guys know I had, um, we, we had um, uh, um, Flo Coffer on here a few weeks ago. And um, and I hope Reese joins us because I I'm, I want Reese to ask questions. I, I think and and I want to if anybody knows somebody that is running that wants to come on this show, you let them know they can come on. We want them. We want people to. We want you guys to hear the people, especially those of you who are in Sacramento listening. Good morning, Mr. Elias. Um, hey, before Reese here, so, can I ask a question? We before Reese here, please. Well, okay. First of all, could you could you get on your mic so we can hear you? Yes, Jay. Uh, can I ask a question before Reese takes over the show yes. today, please? Yes. Yes. Permission, are sire. You, are you asking? Are you asking me a question, or you want to ask the, the candidate a question? I want to uh, run it past everybody right now, and then y'all can ask him again. What's the only going to ask question one. so we can get to the show? What question do you want to ask? Okay, real life, black and blue, I'm black. Uh, I moved to Texas to take care of my mother-in-law, and it's economically fine for me. Now I want to come back to California. What does California 
have in place for seniors with disabilities that makes a minimal amount of uh, money. Everybody's running from California. I would like right, to ask, know. You know what? Ask the candidate. We don't know. We're not specialists. Well, you know, we don't, we don't you know every goddamn thing else. Now, let me tell you. Let me tell you what it got for you. Let me tell you, tell you what it got for you. <laughs> um, it's got a, a, a eight by ten cell for your big shit talking ass. And um, if you want to put money on your books, just have a, your check come to me, and I'll put money on your books. You'll you'll be fine. Yeah. But um. Um, so, anyways, without any further ado, I knew, I knew that by me saying you guys act right, this wasn't going to be. Ladies and gentlemen, um, put your hands together uh, for, for Stephen Walton. Steve, how are you, sir? I'm good this morning. How y'all doing this morning? I'm doing fine. Good, thanks. Um, so, so, Steve, we got a lot so of Steve, people. Um, they clapping for you. Uh, so. <laughs> Um, many used you ju- many just like I used to be. Jay believe politics is just a shamble and doesn't matter. The effort of the people have to be encouraged to participate to believe in a broken system because they feel the government is against them. What made you, um, Steve? First of all, welcome, Steve. Thank you for coming, um, Steve. What made you decide at the last moment put yourself because you put yourself in a and a pickle of sorts, you know, to last minute, try to raise money, have to run. What made you decide um, to do it? What, what, did, what, what did God say to you that made you say, okay, it's time? Good morning, Lino. Good morning, Potter. Good morning, Willie Dean. Well, it, it, it really uh, it became crystal clear that the moment was now uh, through a session of events that happened, you know, right day after day. Um, um, most importantly, uh, uh, one of my mentors um, that I respect very well, he, he called me in um, uh, late November, like mid, mid to late November, and he he, he uh, asked me. He see, he said, Stephen, I see all the work you're doing, man. I, I see, I see, I see how hard you're working for this community behind the scenes that people don't even know what you're doing. And he said, uh, you really going to wait four years to to really finish this work or carry it out and lead it out? And uh, that hit me like a ton of bricks when he said that um, because he, I saw the uh, what, what he was trying to convey to me was the time is now. And so uh, uh, the clarity that I didn't have before became super clear, and I wanted to confirm it. So before I got home, I, 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 before I walked through the door, I just, uh, said a simple prayer and said, God, if, if this is the time, I need to know right now, and I, my wife has to be on board completely with no questions asked. And so I walk through the door, I tell my wife, hey, baby, sit down. I, I got something to tell you. I, I, pref- I preface it first. I say it ain't it ain't bad news. Um, I got something good to tell you. I just want to get your thoughts on it. I said, uh, what do you think about me running for city council? She said, I knew it was you the whole time. I was just waiting on you to say it. So when she, as soon as she said that, I had clarity crystal clear it was go time and that's what that's what let me um uh gave me the go ahead to, to really jump all in and really do it what was in my heart when when you look at the candidates 
you know, um, and you look at um, Kim Day, Kim Davy in particular, because I, I believe Kim might have been your teacher at one time, right? Good morning, Tracy. Yeah. Yeah, she was definitely on staff as a teacher at Grant when I was there. Yeah. And when you look at um, Penelope Larry, and I and I I, 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 I named those two in particular because those are two people that I like and that um, I am. Um, I was actually supporting, um, but I didn't want to support one over the other. So I didn't want to say anything until, and I was going to give both of them equal amounts of money, but not support one over the other. And I had said to both of them at different times that you were my candidate, but you wouldn't run. You weren't running. Um, And then when you got in the race, it kind of threw a monkey wrench in what I was going to do. Have you spoken to either of those candidates to say, hey, uh, if, if, um, if I don't make it and one of you do, and you do, to, to, to both of them, you know, and you do, I will support you. Have you said, have you, and, and I would like the same from you if, if possible. Have you done any of that with any of the candidates, but um, Kim Davey and Penelope Larry in particular? Um, I don't know Penelope Larry that well. Kim is is, is uh, like a family, you know, like a family friend. So she's uh, I I called her um, as soon as I got the clarity to, to know I was going in. I, I called her um, and talked to her. We had a good conversation uh, uh, regarding uh, me running um, and whatnot. And so uh, I have talked to Kim uh, on a number of occasions. Um, just to uh, explain, you know, you know, talk to her about about running and whatnot, and just to, just as as a courtesy because of our our relationship, I have talked to Kim about that. And um, right now, the, the race uh, it's interesting because um, one of the candidates in the race is um, Veronica Smith who worked for the um, past city, uh, city council person who, um, who just dropped out. He was city council person. He a lot of federal charges against him. He stepped out of the, the race. Um, he stepped out of the seat. So the seat is vacant right now. But there was controversy around him because he, he didn't really live in the district. He had a place in the district, and he and – he, claim that place as his address, even though even though someone else lived there. And so he was representing the district, even though he doesn't live in the district. And now we have the same thing happening again with Veronica Smith, who worked for him. She's just moved into the district in the last few months. Um, are, um, what do you say to that? Is that a, is that a discussion that you're going to have, uh, or, um, or is that off limits for you? Well, I, I'm really not focused on 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 that uh, or or others uh, that have just moved into the district. I'm really focused on sharing my vision. However, I will say that we as a as a community and as a district absolutely ha- have the, the talent within within homegrown that that can lead, and we have the leadership. We need to do in reach to groom that leadership 
so we are leaders in and of ourselves. And so, um, yeah, we, 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 the, the new, the leader for the new city council, I believe needs to be one that is, uh, from this community, uh, knows the fabric of this community, uh, has been in this community and has deep roots in this community. And I fit the bill for that category. I believe they have to be one from us, uh, for us, because, you really don't understand the ills of this community if you don't actually live, haven't actually lived here and felt the pain of the community, dealt with uh, all the issues that we face on a daily basis. Um, I think it's absolutely vital that our next leader uh, have felt that and, and live has lived that experience and also have, has a history of understanding from which we came and how rich our history is so we can know exactly what direction we need to go. So that next leader uh, so, has to come from that ill. I mean, and that's, that's, that's cool and all, but how is that going to, what is that going to do on that, on that council, on that dais? Because right now, District 2 is a dumping ground. Uh, all of the homeless have been moved to District 2. Uh, Anytime uh, we want to drop trash off of any sort, it's in District 2. Um, so being from the area is one thing. What kind of, how are you going to make an impact on the council when you step to that seat? What are you going to well, tackle it, it, first? Well, it, it, well, for one, we have. You are right. We have been the dumping grounds, and we haven't had proper representation, especially in the last uh, four years of somebody actually really fighting uh, strategically for us down at City Hall. And so, for one, I, I'm going to be that fighting voice at City Hall to say uh, that we absolutely demand the resources at the level of service that we need and we demand that we haven't been getting. Here in, in District 2, we have the uh, we don't even have the, the the service level that other districts have. In fact, normal functioning arms that work along work throughout the city of Sacramento, when they come to D two, it's like they're completely broken. Like regular maintenance of parks, like maintenance of of, of, of infrastructure and lights. I'll tell you one story. I I I, I went from uh, Del Paso Boulevard from the 160 all the way down uh, to Calvary Christian Center. For those who know the, the logistics. They know that's a good stretch, about a mile and a half or two. And I counted the streetlights out from that, that Del Paso Boulevard to 160 all the way down to Christian, Calvary Christian Center, and there was 35 streetlights out on the main commercial corridor in our district. And so I, I emailed, uh, I took pictures of every, every streetlight all the way down, all 35, and I emailed the director of public works, and, and, I, and, and I emailed him and put it on a Google Drive and said, Public safety, safety is on one of our commercial corridors is absolutely paramount. Uh, for us to have 35 lights out, people will never feel safe walking on this boulevard with 35 lights out. He emailed me back and said, Stephen, this, this, uh, you're absolutely right. This is amazing that you sent it to me in this format. I'm going to get the proper crews on it to work on that. Three weeks later, he emailed me back and said, Stephen, I want to report back. We fixed 46 lights out on this commercial corridor. That's good wow. and all that the 646 light, but, but it should have never been that way. And so 
I, right. we, we have to have somebody leading to that level of detail. And so, we, we, yes, you, I, I'm going to be working from a micro standpoint, a macro standpoint, meaning bringing in big investments, looking at – because we have to bring in big investments to the, to the, to the district and housing and, and a lot of uh, uh, investment dollars that we absolutely need, but also we need to be working at the grassroots level. And what I just told you was grassroots level that uh, we, many of us can do on a regular basis to hold the city accountable. We need a leader that understands that level of detail from a, the large standpoint and also the grassroots level. And that's what I'll be doing at City Hall, behind the scenes, working in the level of detail we need to see so we can see tangible change immediately. We need hope in this district again. We need to renew that hope in this district again. We got strong... Did we ever... Did we, I mean, have we had hope in the district ever? I mean, you know, since the 70s? I, I don't know... I don't know where Del Paso Heights or North Sacramento has ever been a priority in our city. So let's just, I want to stay on the homeless for a minute. Um, Mm -hmm. We've been a dumping ground for the homeless. And, um, and, and, And then we have a bunch of people that are saying that we need affordable housing. We need to be able to house homeless. And I don't think people recognize that when they say we need affordable housing, that those of us that own homes in the district, um, it helps to bring the value of our homes down. So how are we, how do you see um, balancing the cry for affordable housing, but with market rate housing so that we can at least have a semblance of value in our community because we always say that our communities are valued less, but we do things and we call for things, uh, for government help, for free, for free things in order to, to make things easy on people. While, and then we cry about the fact that our houses don't retain value. Some, uh, you, you, you're, you're definitely, I understand where you're coming from and what you're saying because we, we don't understand uh, the, uh, uh, the results of some of the decisions that we, 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 we go after. I, as far as it relates to uh, homelessness, I, 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 I want to focus on developing inclusive residential communities. Like that, and that, what that means is instead of just focusing on uh, affordable housing solely, I want to emphasize the creation of diverse, inclusive residential communities. And these communities would offer a range of housing options at various price points to accommodate a wide spectrum of income levels. See, this approach, it it promotes integration instead of segregation. And and that's going to foster a sense of belonging and community among residents of all economic backgrounds. We need multiple tiers, and and we need to be looking at uh, home ownership as well, but I really want to focus on integration as opposed to segregation, and that'll allow us to live in, a, in the same ecosystem together from all varying economic backgrounds. And we don't understand the need for that level of detail when we approach um, the unhoused issue. And also, I want to say this: we 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 have we have as far as addressing the un, unhoused uh, situation and crisis, we have one of the largest. Uh, unhoused populations in our district, um, and and we we have n- a number of shelters that have been opened up in our district. In fact, the latest one being on Roseville Road, which 
is a, I support as far as the services provided because it has all the level of service, wraparound services, everything that an unhoused person would need. However, what I don't support is that they opened that shelter in District 2 on Roseville Road but didn't offer the people, the unhoused residents right here in District 2, first rights to go into that shelter. They moved the people from Miller Park over to Roseville Road instead of offering the people that's living right on the bike trail in District 2. That's a slap in the face to the people of District 2. Like, how can we ever uh, uh, get the resources we need when you're moving people outside of our area into our area and not offering the services to the, to the unhoused residents that's actually here? That's, 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 a, that's a continual slap in the face of District 2, and we, that's why I'm running for city council, because we need representation that, that won't take that. It will say enough is enough. We hey, need Al, hey, John. Okay. Um, Reese, did you have a question? I did. Um, and, and there's so many to unpack, but I want to stick with the homeless and the housing uh, part, Stephen Walton. Um, you're a real estate agent, so this is a space that you know better than me. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you what would be a layman's question based upon the answer you've given about changing neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. You say that you want to have a cohesive community where there's home ownership, in essence, taking the homeless and making them homeowners. Did I get that correct? Like that's, the, that's essentially your plan. You would hope for that, right? Well, well, well uh, yes and no, not so much. So I'll give an example. Like Habitat and Humanity in South Sacramento just built, a, built out uh, a development where they had 18 single-family homes on one side of the street and then 102 affordable housing uh, units, apartment units, on the other side. That's an inclusive mm-hmm. residential community where you, you have home ownership on, and also affordable housing in the same particular development. So mm-hmm. that, well, there's a reason that's why an inclusive community. There's a reason why I'm asking that. And, and this is what I – and there's a part of this that I understand. Now, Habitat for Humanity is a charitable group. They're not government-owned. They're not even government-run. They have, some, they have some government subsidies that they get, but they're not government-run. They're a private industry uh, in the charitable space. But you're a real estate agent, and your mission appears to me like tyrannical government overreach. What I mean by that is forcing a community to accept low-income housing while people already have home ownership. No, no, almost so, let me, let me, so let me – let me – let me ask so, a question first, Jay. Because, well, I mean, first of all, because you're teeing it up I have to ask it before you object to it, sir. Please. And I'm not objecting to it. What I'm saying to you, Reese, is you're teeing it up incorrectly. What you have is well, a community – listen to me. You have mm-hmm. a community that is demanding affordable housing. And I'm saying, okay, that's, that's if fine. we continue, hold, no, shut the fuck up and let me finish, and then, I'm, then you're going to understand so you can ask the question the right way. Uh-huh. My question is, my question was him, to him, you have a community that is demanding affordable housing. And what by uh, demanding affordable housing, those of us who own homes in the area already, and you have candidates that are saying affordable housing, affordable housing. But what they're not recognizing is by overloading the community with affordable housing and not market rate housing, that those of us who own property in the area, are, are the, value, the value of our homes are going to go down because we're going to overload it 
with affordable housing. Well, thank you for interrupting so, me making the same point. I was going to go yeah, but, further. But that's so, so, so I'm asking, so I asked him what would Let he Let me get to that what, point, what Jay. That was the point that I was making. You I know, on. but he had Thank already you. answered it, but you wouldn't hear No, he, I, he didn't answer so my question yet because mine goes one step because, further. No, what's your – Thank you. Always Thank you. No, it don't. Mr. Walton. Yes. How do – if your plan is to work, wouldn't this be a forced government program into a community that, that you say wants it, but then would only see their values decrease? Wouldn't this hurt your efforts – to remain in office or to continue further plights in other areas of Del Paso Heights? No, no. I think there's a misunderstanding of what I actually want. And so let me okay. clarify. I, I, I believe we need to see multiple levels of housing needs, market rate, workforce development units, as well as affordable units infused as well, not solely just one type of housing. We need to see multiple levels. And and I and I understand uh, the the necessity of seeing those different levels, especially being in the district where the median income is some of the lowest income in this entire county. So you don't want to overload with one type of housing um, that will continue to pigeonhole us in a in a certain lower income. We want to bring in market rate housing, workforce development units, as well as some affordable housing. We need uh, all levels of housing once again, in these inclusive communities that will not uh, uh, harm us because right now we do have a, a number of uh, 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 affordable housing units. Uh, some used to call them low-income housing units. And what that does is that those are deed-restricted units for 55 years that financially pigeonhole the community into staying in that same income bracket for 55 years. And so when investors look at the disposable income on the medium income and they see such low incomes, they, they wonder, why would I bring investment to this area when, when it can't be supported by the disposable income in the area? So that's why we need to address it on multiple levels. And so it, what, what, what I believe the question you, you asked is not, not what, I'm, what, what I want to bring to the community. I want to bring uh, definitely market rate housing, definitely workforce development as well as definitely bring affordable units as well, so a mixture of. And I, and I also want to make sure it's inclusive, that we're all living together, because we're all living this life together. I don't like segregation. I like integration. Integration. We all need to be uh, living and working towards uh, uplifting our community together as opposed to segregating ourselves. But, Mr. Walton, um, that's Fred. my point. That's my point, Mr. Oh. Walton. You're talking about, again, this is your vision for a community. And I get that there are people calling for it, but there's a, in, there's a degree of what you're doing that's government and tyrannical. And, and I, maybe you don't see it that way, but again, because you see a, – a, and this is my biggest problem with government is that they see a community and they decide to envision it or mold it in their own vision, would never ever using means-tested apparatus to do so. And what I'm saying in this case is, and trust me, the Obama administration tried it in Westchester, and it failed miserably in, 20, in 2014. This has already been done, and it didn't work. They forced a – The reason why, why your dumb ass is on mute is because you're trying to make this a fucking reach on the radio show. That's not what it is. We're trying to get some information from a candidate. God damn. Uh, um, Bernard said Reach wants to put homeless on an island. 
I, I want to. So I want to know what is, what what are your top five priorities? In order. Good morning, JoJo Red. What are the top five priorities that you think need to happen? Um, and the, the sad part, the reason why Reese is saying some of this stuff, you guys, is because Reese doesn't know the community. He doesn't know what we're up against and what's happened over the years. So when he speaks, Reese only speaks on a, you know, you know, he, he's got to talk about Barack Obama. He's got to talk from a, a, a you know, um, agendized standpoint without listening to the issue for this particular area and what's taking place. If you're from the area, you already know that it is that that part of the problem is there's no industry there because um, because it's been a neglected community. And whoever the city council person is, I know Reese doesn't listen, Veronica. He he, he doesn't know how to do that. He knows how to argue. That's what he knows how to do. Um, and I'm not trying to have an argument with Steve. I want to have a discussion with him about how he sees uh, the turnaround happening in an area that has been on the downward spiral for decades now. So, Can I ask Steve, a question, my question Jason? Is, um, and yet, um, yes, um, um, I'm going to let you ask your question. Uh, Mary, and after you after you answer Mary's question, Steve, I would like you to give me your top five priorities and how you intend to get to it. Go ahead, Mary. Okay. As far as the homeless goes, now I'm not from Sacramento. I'm originally from New York, but I live in Alabama, as everybody knows. So I don't know anything about your homeless situation in Sacramento. From what I've heard, it's not good, though. And the homeless situation, I think, everywhere in the country is not good, right? not good for anybody to be homeless. But what I'd like to ask is, instead of getting our opinions, those of us that are not homeless, um, has anybody, like, tried to sit down with the actual homeless people and ask them what they think would work for them since they are the people that are being stricken by homelessness? Well, uh, yeah, that that has been... uh, are done and attempted, as in fact, uh, um, uh, various forms. So when when they set up a, 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 a safe ground or sanctioned ground here, they, the city of Sacramento said that what was necessary in that process is to do a good neighbor policy, um, as well as uh, operating policy for that specific uh, site. And so what I did myself when the city of Sacramento ignored my community and didn't engage uh, neighbors to be a part of this good neighbor policy or even try to create one, I, I had to tell the, the previous council member, too, that I was going to convene neighbors myself and business owners that were adjacent to this campsite so we could uh, participate in this process together, like like I was saying, to participate and be a part of the uh, solution to the, to the issue. So we, we met for five weeks straight, created uh, a good neighbor uh, policy, and then sent it over to the city through the previous council member uh, to create this uh, cohesive type of uh, uh, living in, in, in the overall uh, neighborhood. We were completely ignored. So we, when, you, when, when, you, when you go to neighbors in good faith and say, we, we're going to try to make this thing the best thing possible so we all can live in, in this in, in environment in a healthy manner, 
um, and then you're completely ignored by the by the by the city or the government. Um, that 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 provides people to be dis- to not trust that government. Again. And so the, to answer your question, yes, we, yes, the, the attempts were made um, through through uh, the city but, but, uh, council official previously. What, what was that made through the neighbors though, or did you actually go out and speak to? Because I and the reason why I ask this is because I have spoken to a number of homeless people throughout my life. Um, and there are a number of homeless people that I have tried to get into shelters, that I've tried to help them get to the shelter, like let me take you to the shelter, let me find a way for you to get to the shelter, um, to get some assistance. And a lot of, I would say like C40, right, and 60 being wanting to not go into these shelters and stuff, they just choose, they want to be outside in the streets. They just, that's just where they want to be. It's how they want to live their life. And there's nothing Mary, so you ask a question. So he, he answers it. And then you, now you're going to school him on what you, what happened when you talk to homeless people. Um, so you got to let no, him no, ask. No, so I, I don't want to, I don't want to get, yeah, thank you. I know, I know. And I'm, my point is that you, that your point was you, you, you start to tell me you, you going to, you turn into little Reese Hopkins when you talk, started talking about <laughs> what happened with you. And I, I want to find out from the candidate. Who said that? Actually, this is uh, Dre. Go ahead, Dre. A lot of the homelessness, of course, all people are one paycheck away from homelessness, as they say. But I know a lot, a great deal of it is from mental illness, which stems from drug use. Are you planning on doing anything to combat that? Absolutely. So you, 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 with chronic homelessness, uh, they do find that, uh, it has a con- connection to uh, mental health issues as well as uh, drug abuse, as well as uh, just uh, being one ch- paycheck away from um, being homeless and one one uh, emergency away from not being able to pay your rent. So, but to address from the mental health issue side, we need wraparound services, which in Sacramento, the county is respons- responsible for those mental health services as well as uh, drug drug addiction and drug abuse services as well. So we need those resources from there, and we have to have a good relationship, working relationship with the county to be able to bring in those resources. So to your point, yes, absolutely, we have to address that because those are really some of the underlying issues to chronic homelessness. And without really addressing absolutely. those issues, we don't really get move the needle and, and get progress made in this area. Um, what are the top five issues in the area, and how do you plan on addressing each of them? So we, we just re, we just just kind of touched on the first one, which is revolutionizing our approach to homelessness. I really want to make it a full holistic approach with with everything we just discussed: affordable housing initiatives. We talked about uh, uh, mental health services. We talked about drug drug addiction services, as well as just. Uh, uh, the, the community being involved and engaged in the process as well, both unhoused and housed residents working together to solve the issue. That's one revolutionizing uh, approach to homelessness. So, so, one so first, I'm sorry. First, give me your five. Give me the, your top five uh, issues 
that you're going to deal with and then how you're going to deal with it. I'm okay. sorry. Number one is revolutionizing our approach to homelessness. Number two is safe and clean streets. Number three is uh, creating pathways back to livable wage jobs. Uh, number four is empowering our youth. And then the fifth element is to increase uh, uh, registered voters and voter registration turnout. Now, okay. how we're going to do that, once again, I don't want to repeat myself regarding revolutionizing our approach to homelessness because I, I feel we kind of dealt with that and, and understanding right. how we need to approach it from a holistic perspective. Number two, safe and clean streets. We kind of touched on that with the lights being out on Del Paso Boulevard, but also you, you hit it when you said uh, the dumping ground. Like literally we have a county dump that's just outside of our community, but it seems like people stop in our community and just completely dump everywhere in our community. We need clean streets. We need uh, basic maintenance of our neighborhoods and streets uh, that involve city resources uh, uh, providing the level of services that, is, that are found across in more affluent areas or, or, or other working class areas. We, we receive the lowest level of services in the city of Sacramento as well. So we want to make sure we have safe and clean streets. We want to also make sure we work uh, 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 with law enforcement as a community together, uh, being involved in, in working with law enforcement so we can create uh, safe neighborhoods as well. I think we have to become caretakers can, can, of our neighborhoods. Can, can I ask you this? How much yes. of the safe and clean streets process do you think the community has to do with that? I believe there's because, you know, because, our, because, our, because Let me just add, let me just say, add this. Our streets not being safe or clean have as much to do with the community, probably more so than anything from the outside. So what are you going to do for to, to, to get the community to buy in? Absolutely, there's accountability from our side. And I think through leadership and leaders in the community, we can, we can call ourselves to look at ourselves and say, where can we raise our standards and our accountability um, in and of ourselves, looking ourselves in the mirror? I think there's a healthy level of doing that as well, where we can say, hey, we haven't, and I've talked to many people saying, hey, some of this stuff is by default because we haven't been active, actively doing this. As a candidate, though, as a candidate, are you going to be direct, and, and loud to the community about the the unsafe streets that exist in our community. And, Absolutely. And, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. No, absolutely. I've been, I've been, and I will continue to be uh, very honest and direct about that approach of our personal accountability. So when I'm speaking, I'm speaking as a candidate talking about these issues. I will absolutely directly address them where there's accountability on our side, the same accountability we ask from the city government. We have to look at ourselves in the mirror and see where we have not been accountable as well. Absolutely. So I will definitely address that, and, and, and I have been addressing it and going through long before deciding to run. I've been addressing that manner, and I will continue to do so and say, hey, by default, we've gotten some of these things because we, we've stepped away from the civic engagement or the caretaking that a, a healthy neighborhood is required to have as a whole, and we need to do it in, as a whole. 
from everybody, from every walk of life. I'm not, I'm not just talking about black folks. I'm talking about uh, those Latino brothers and sisters. I'm talking about my Asian brothers and sisters. I'm talking about the Slavic community, a Caucasian brothers and sisters. Like, we all have to be accountable and raise, raise our engagement in this community as well. So absolutely the call is for us to lift our John Beckman, I have two questions. I mean, I have one question. John Beckman said, would you, would you be willing to build a mental, a mental health facility in Del Paso Heights? Todd Williams said, build a mental health hospital in the old community hospital building on Arcade. Um, do you think it's, do you think it would be necessary or do you think it's, it's um, prudent to build, uh, to have a mental health building in Del Paso Heights? And would you look at the community hospital building or arcade for such a facility? So I believe we need service, mental health services that are clearly accessible, easily accessible to the, to the, to the people in our neighborhood, to the residents in our neighborhood that are fa- facing these challenges. Now, where that would go and where I would do it, I would need to take a look at, A, where the resources are and what can be done. Um, and so I stopped short of committing to building anything or committing to a location or anything like that. We would need to look at what type of resources are done. But I do believe in having the uh, mental health services as well as uh, uh, drug abuse services uh, readily accessible, um, easily accessible uh, to, the, to those that need it in the community. Okay. Um, now you said livable wage. So how, you know, so here you have a community that has 40 churches plus. There are 40 plus churches in, 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 the, in the community. Uh, it is littered with nonprofits uh, and tax-exempt organizations and, uh, and not, a, not, a, not a lot of industry in the community. And you're speaking about a livable wage. What are you going to change in the community that that will allow the people who live in the community to earn a livable wage, at least in the community? Well, there there are programs currently, like vocational programs and, and apprenticeship programs uh, that are in the community now that provide pathways to livable wage jobs. Um, and that that's what we need to really highlight and tap into so they so people can actually know that these programs actually exist. Um, the second largest uh, employer or health industry that employs is the healthcare industry. Um, my niece, I mean my cousin, actually just uh, finished a program and now has a job, going into a job in the healthcare industry, and she had a troubled background. And so those opportunities are out there, but they need to be uh, publicized and highlighted that there are pathways back to these jobs so you can earn a meaningful income and make a meaningful livable wage job where you don't have to work uh, two and three jobs just to make ends meet. And so um, I want to be super intentional about providing those resources to show that, hey, you can get into construction trade. They pay a a great wage. If you desire to do that, those are are programs out there for those trades. But we haven't highlighted them in a way that people know Oh, I can I can do that and earn this type of living. I want to be intentional about that. The details matter, and how you communicate to the people absolutely matter 
I want to be super intentional about how the resources are readily available to be able to pursue these uh, these livable wage jobs uh, in our city and also some closer in our community. And, and then you say empower the youth. What 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 do you mean by empower the youth? Here we have we have young people that are, um, for lack of a better word, wilding out. Who, um, when you talk about empowering them, uh, are we going to empower them as they wild out, or are we? What are we empowering? How are we empowering them? What What do you mean when you say empower? Because it's such a it's such a vague uh, statement. Absolutely. So I, 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 I gave you a title so I can clarify exactly what that means. So it's really the title completely of, of that, that point or, or foundational point is empowering, empowering our youth to raise next generation District 2 leaders. And what, what, how really, that's really a, a, a pillar of succession, meaning how we do succession. How I look at it is like a three-week chain. It's like we need the guidance of our elders. Um, and, I, and that's for my generation. I believe now the now work is on my generation. Uh, the, the people of my age, to do the lion's share of the work. At the same time, my generation should be uh, intentionally investing in the next generation and grooming them uh, for the work at hand that's going to come at hand, meaning investing, making sure we're pulling down resources, working with the current uh, community uh, organizations that actually invest in the youth to make sure we're continually investing in the youth and making sure we have enough resources to have activities as well as training, so the next, uh, so the next phase when, it's, when, when, when my generation's phase is over and we're older, 8 to 10, ten years later, this next generation is absolutely ready to take on leadership and understand that they do have uh, the right and the call to lead this community to the next level. And so that's going to take resources from the city. That's going to take resources from the, the state as well as federal, putting all those federal resources as well down that focuses on uh, uh, initiatives for the youth. Why and, and, um, the and then infrastructure? You said, go ahead. I'm okay, sorry. One, one, the infrastructure, I mean, it looks so terrible. What happened to prison industries and the people coming out and cleaning up the graffiti and the, and the trash? I'm from California. It's beautiful there. I, I lived in Sacramento, but it's horrifying how all the resources are all the way down the freeways. The freeways are overgrown with bushes and trash, and people don't want to pick up where they live. I mean, no, they do want to, but you have to. I mean, it's 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 horrible. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with you, and as it relates to uh, uh, my area, I agree that it it is. It, it's completely, it, it, it does not uh, look and feel the same way, the way it should be with pride and clean, being clean and safe. Yeah. So I, I agree that it, it appears to be that the, the, the services that used to come, come around and, and do that. Sir, answer my question. Answer my question. Caltrans what? is not, where the money? Well, what happened? Why aren't Caltrans out there? Why aren't the prisoners still picking up? You know, I did a lot of time. I love California, and I it's uh, a two-for-one day of going out and picking up and beautifying and sweeping and motivating the people. My community just went to shit. 
Well, Caltrans is a state-operated department, but I actually, as a resident of this area, as a community advocate that absolutely cares for this area, I personally called Caltrans long before deciding to run to see why they were maintaining uh, the area, to see why where the resources were going. As in a loud we still have the program. That program still exists, um, Stephen. So, um, so when when. Fred asked the question, why isn't that, that program still exists, Fred. But you have a homeless issue that's out of control in, in California. And so when you start uh, getting all emotional and saying, answer my question, he's answering your question. But, but you okay, don't well, listen to stay it. Focused. Let's stay focused, Jay. I'm, I'm cool. I know yeah, I get emotional. Yeah, yeah, the um, and um, so my last question is, as it relates to voting, you say voter turnout. The reason why people don't come out to vote, Steve, in the black community is because they don't trust the system. They don't trust the candidates. And even candidates that they know and like, like you and Kim and Pastor Penelope. You guys are good people that people like, but you guys won't bring them out to vote because they don't trust the system. They don't trust that anything that you all are going to do is going to take place or it's going to be real. And the way people, the way you change that around is by talking to people, not not with fancy language, but with the real. So what are you going to do? What, what What is your plan to get a community that's not historically involved in the process of voting to vote. What is your plan? How are you going to make that happen? So I agree with what you're saying as far as the lack of voter engagement, the lack of trust uh, that a community has for for government. Um, I'm not a career politician. I, I'm not a career I'm – a, I'm, I'm a man – that has been a realtor uh, for nearly 15 years and understands how to work with people. Um, I've been working with people not only in my occupation but as a community advocate. And so I, I look at everybody eye to eye and say, to this issue of not, not being engaged, we have to be behind the scenes. We cannot push away. We have to be behind the scenes and a part of the decision-making process or, or we get decisions made for us that don't help us at all. And so it's, it's incumbent upon us to actually be involved in this. We cannot be uh, disassociated with uh, the government, no matter how. That's how we gain trust. We become a part of the, a part behind the scenes. And so we have to have the civic engagement because right now, because of the low turnout in our area, the low voter, the, the low clip we vote at, we're politically irrelevant. There's no, they don't pay attention to us. And I say you either have, you have to have money or you have to have votes. You cannot be without either or and expect to be politically relevant. And so going, going forth, 
I want to have and should I be elected after 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 I'm elected every year I won't be up for election after uh, for another four years but every year I want to make sure we're doing voter engagement voter uh, 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 registration drives multiple drives per year so each year we increase the turnout and we also engage those because there are residents that want to be involved I've talked to many of them they just don't know how so we're going to increase the education of how you get engaged down at City Hall? How do you become a part of these boards and commissions that exist? How do you actually attend the meetings and have uh, uh, important, uh, uh, vital things to say that, are, that, that mean something for your community? And once we start doing that, once, once the people, because there are people that want to be involved that just don't know how. And so once we start doing that and, and they get informed, they can go back to their local neighborhoods and communities and then inform their circle of influence. And that's the way it starts from a grassroots level. You have, we have to inform a number of people that are leaders, and then they start informing their people. And it'll mushroom and cascade out from there. And so, but the more strategies, so I want to go to those people. Um, um, yes, um, Potter says, Mr. Walton mentioned promoting skilled trade training and other educational opportunities in this specific community. Will he be willing to fight for a change in the elementary school to high school curriculum to facilitate this? Some of this learning can be infused in high schools, replace some ancillary courses with more focused learning. The curriculum in most high schools is woefully inadequate to meet the needs of the students in 2024 and beyond. What do you say to that? I, I love that that was brought up because I believe we have to work hand-in-hand with our school boards to address some of these issues that were just brought up by, by that uh, viewer or that speaker. I, I absolutely believe some of the stuff that were taken out, like, uh, 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 auto body and wood shop and all the different things that we used to have in schools that we don't have anymore. I definitely want to work with the school board to address and bring back some of those things because right now in the trades we're lacking, uh, lacking uh, 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 the trades people to replace those that are aging out retired and those are good fields. So we need to bring that back uh, to school so so students can know that if you don't have the desire to go the traditional route of college, you, there are other options of the trades. I'm a, I'm a I'm a, a a prime example. I'm a realtor of over 15 years, and I have had a successful career in in a, in, in this trade. And so, absolutely, we want to expose them to all these different opportunities at the at the high school level. Uh, so I want to work hand in hand um, with the uh, school board. Michael Niner so. Jordan said. Michael Niner Jordan said the Waltons are stand up, responsible, good family that is trustworthy, and I trust the word with my life. Stephen, you have my vote. Good morning, Prof. Good morning, uh, Yusuf Kente. What up? What up? What up? Yeah. Uh, what's up, Steve? So, so I know on, about you, and you know I'm one of those people that really, you know how I am about the government and this and that. But you are someone who will get someone like me to at least come out locally and vote for the issues and things that's going on in the community. And you are a awakening fresh blood that uh, is, that's in the same line as Alan Warren in terms of something new and fresh and that will get people that are in the community that's been there to come out and vote. I think that in itself, you and your charisma – and just you coming from the community and people knowing you and the family, you know, will provoke, persuade, 
and uh, invite a lot of people my age, my way of thinking, to come out and say, hey, this might be the change that all of us has been hoping for, you know, at least in our community. So, you know, I'm with you 100%, brother. Man, I, I appreciate you highlighting that point, if I may, because that's the that's the, uh, uh, the support I've been receiving because of the deep roots that I have in the community with the family being here nearly 80 years and really working and serving and living in the community for all that time. And so I, that's what I've, I've, I, the same way I've been called to, to, I believe, take the mantle of leadership. I've been seeing other leaders return back saying, man, it's been on my heart to do the same thing. And we going to support you. We haven't been involved, but we want to be back involved. We want to, uh, get 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 involved in this. We see what you what you what's on your heart to do in Halloween. How can we be involved? So I think what, to to that point, the people that have been disengaged because they know they actually know me, they actually know who I am and, and the work that I've done, and they know the integrity that I have, and the care and love that I have for my district and my community. They, I, I believe, they're going to be and, and the, 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 un, the unfortunate part, Steve. Um, and while I, I hear that. Um, you know, um, everybody don't know you in the district. When we get out and, and um, District 2 isn't made up of just uh, Del Paso Heights, Strawberry Manor. It's made up of other areas. And I just want to, I, I, I took some notes down. Um, and, and to me, this is, um, first of all, Reese, let me tell you what affordable housing is. Affordable housing isn't you, you, you build a house at the same price that you build it at at um, um, market rate and you sell it for cheaper. That's not what affordable housing is. That's not how affordable housing works. Um, it's, a, it's housing that's subsidized. Um, whether it's subsidized in the building process of it um, and the uh, um, purchasing part of it and even the um, the monthly payment, sometimes one, two, or all three of them. And what it does, based on what the area is, based on the program, uh, the housing becomes affordable, and it's like um, it's like pushing a car uh, that has a clutch. And what you hope is that it that it that it takes off. Um, no, you said that it's cheap. You said um, you you wrote that it. You didn't say it was sub, you, you, what you said was that it was housing of made at the same price, sold at um, for the same cost, sold at a lesser price. And unfortunately for you, Reese, um, as brilliant as you want to be, you're not. And and you prove how unversed you are and how small your mind is, and that you can't get outside of what you. You think. have a guess. Get back to the guest. Don't make it about I, me. I know. But I'm just telling you how dumb your ass is. And that, and you brag about making it to the ninth grade. It, it shows up on you. Today it shows up on you that you're a ninth grader acting like a third grader. It shows up. Now, um, I like Steve, but that doesn't mean that Steve gets a, a free pass with me and gets to just walk through here free and easy because he doesn't. And that's why I'm going to say a few things to Steve. Um, and so, Steve, you said some things, and i got to tell you, and I'm, I'm telling you as somebody who uh, 
who supports you, who believes that you will be a great city council person. But if you if you're going to appeal to our community, uh, mm-hmm. oh, um, Penelope Larry um, said that she uh, would like to come on. We would love to have you, Penelope. You should you should call me after the show. We'll get you on. Um, but these are things that I believe that have to be said um, by a candidate to our community. And when, we, and when they say, that to, to say this to the community, they can't say it just to the community that they're comfortable with or the community that they know, but the community as a whole. Because what happens is black communities look at black candidates as theirs. And so the community at large look at those black communities as, I mean, black candidates as a black candidate as opposed to a good candidate. And so the homeless issue, we have to stop the homeless coming into our community. We have to, it's just, we can't talk about it anymore in our community. It has to be a hard stop. And somebody's got to say that. A candidate has to say it's a hard stop. We can't accept it anymore. The city can no longer dump on us, and they have to be that. When it comes to safe streets and uh, community, again, the candidate has to be able to say, we are a victim of ourselves. We, we have to be honest enough to call it what it is. The accountability can't be in, in small chunks. It has to be loud and straight up and down. When you do that, even the community people that take a step back and get mad are going to have to bounce back in and be honest enough to say that's true. And what it's going to do with the other communities is make them um, is make them see you different. And you and, and not speak in terms of just not seeing you as, a, as just a black person. Again, these are just things that I took away from the conversation. And then. Um, we talk about a pathway to a livable income. Um, we have to we have to call out what's happening in our district. Our district is heavy on nonprofits and non-taxable entities, and we have to say that. And if we're going to bring industry, if we want to bring industry in for livable wage jobs. Then we gotta. That means that we have to bring the income level up, and that only happens when a community starts to take care of itself, when a community holds itself accountable, when the community um, stands up for itself and says, "I'm not going to let homeless, I'm not going to let you weigh me down with affordable housing." And so, any candidate talking about affordable housing for me is talking about taking us further down the drain. Anybody talking about 
affordable housing to me is saying we're going to be poor for all for the whole of our lives. We that that there's no way out of this, so we got to come. We got to bring all the housing. We got to bring everything down to us, as opposed to trying to uplift our community. We have to say we can't let that happen. And when we talk about the succession of power and empowering young people, we have to we have to hold our young people accountable. We have to tell young people that they haven't that they, that they make us nervous. And they and, and it's, they're dangerous, and they're reckless. And those that are, we have to tell them that they have to stand up. If we're not, if we're not doing that, if, if we're not doing that, if, if, as a candidate, if you're not talking like that, I just don't believe that the community will come out because there's nothing that is going to inspire and incite them to say, I got to become part of this. Well, I, and when I, it comes I, to, I, hold on, let me, the last one, because I'm, I'm doing all five. When it comes to voter turnout, you have to dig in and you have to start going at it repetitively because they don't trust you. They don't trust Penelope. They don't trust Kim. They don't trust Veronica. They don't trust Alicia. They don't trust Roger. They don't trust none of you. They think all of you guys are saying all the good stuff until you get in office because you guys ain't talking to them straight. You're not, you're not hitting them. You, you're, not, you're not making sure that when you have the conversation, that, that the conversation is so that, – that, because you've got to have the conversation different ways for different conversations for different communities based on their involvement. Dope House on Hype, Strawberry Matters are not involved because they don't believe it. And the person who does that, the person who wins that trust, who incites that community, is going to be the person that wins. Well, I, I, so I, 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 I appreciate, I, I appreciate uh, uh, what, what, you, what you just said. Um, I, I want to uh, uh, double back on, on a, yeah. a few things because – uh, uh, to be clear, I've always been clear about not dragging down uh, and making sure that we, we're not pigeonholed financially, which is a type of financial redlining. And I, 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 I don't know what was heard, but my, my levels of income as far as the housing concern are tiered with, with market rate housing, workforce development units, as well as some affordable housing. We need all of those levels. And, and without that, you absolutely miss the mark. In this community, and I understand the I understand the necessity, especially uh, intimately about the conversation about affordable home ownership, and we're not having a big enough conversation about that. I've, I've spoken explicitly and clearly about that, as well as the accountability on uh, in addition to both sides. And am I so? Let, let's be clear. My 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 reach and my 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 um, connections 
are all throughout this community. In fact, uh, the, biz- the small businesses on Del Paso Boulevard, I just got a testimonial from a small business I helped get a small uh, a grant to improve their facade. On the, and that's why my, my signs are, are littered because I've done the work on the small on, on the Del Paso Boulevard Marysville Corridor helping small businesses to remain and receive uh, uh, resources and addressing their needs. At the same time, I, I got the testimonial about them getting their money in a grant that they had never even, they had never even applied for a grant before. The same day, I received a call from another small business that said, "Hey, man, we had to close our doors." And so I'm I'm on boots on the ground, actually feeling the pain is. Uh, from, from the highs and the lows of what I'm seeing and also addressing I've also on the streets dressed our level of accountability in the part we play. I've said that over and over again in this conversation about the level of accountability we have to take personally. I'm not afraid to say none of that because I understand that. And so, and I have said it, so I, I want to make sure that that was heard because I, I said that explicitly and clearly and, and, also, there needs to be accountability once we take accountability for ourselves too with the city government. And so, I'm not a career politician. I'm not. I don't. I, I know the trust that I built with the people in the community and continue to build and will continue to build. But also, it's, it needs to be very clear. Anybody that tell you that they can do this by themselves is lying. We have to engage. The responsibility is on us, not just one person. It's on us. Engaged. It's on us to get involved. It's on us to bring back the resources that we rightfully deserve. We have to go down there and demand it together, not just one person. So that accountability well, Mr. That, that is on us. Mr. Walton, let me ask you a final question then. I've listened to you. I've been on mute, and I kept my questions to myself, but I got one question to ask you. You intend mm-hmm. to do the will of the people. What is the will of the people in Del Paso Heights? To receive what we rightfully deserve. We've been uh, underserved, under-resourced, marginalized for literally over three decades. I'm 42 years old, and my family's been here for nearly 80 years, and they, know, they saw the good when we had all the resources, when we were a thriving working-class area. I'm 42 years old, and I've never seen any of that. Will the people is we want what we rightfully deserve. We, our tax dollars are the same as anybody else's. We want the resources that any other district gets that we don't get, or when it gets here, it's a broken, low level of service, low level standards here. So perhaps the will of the people. We, perhaps my ninth grade education didn't articulate that well. With specificity, well, what is the will of the people, sir? With specificity, what exactly is the will of the people? We want well-maintained parks. We want well-maintained parks. We want, we want our, our streets maintained like everybody else. We want in, investment into our infrastructure just like everybody else. Thirty years ago, there was a tour of shame where we, that we went around. One candidate showed city officials 30 years ago there were no sidewalks. There were no uh, lights in certain areas. Schools had been invested in. That same stuff still exists today. So specifically, we need sidewalks in certain areas. Specifically, we need investment into our infrastructure that will make it easier for people to come and build and not have to spend millions of dollars before they even get to the dirt to build up, specifically. We need investment into our parks, to the programs into our parks and our resources and community centers. That They've closed down a number of community centers that aren't even city-operated there again. 
And so you have to really know this area to understand the specifics and not general. There are people in District 2. I don't know the area in Walton. There are people in District 2 that are agreeing with you and that are saying exactly, Steve, and everything. Um, let me say this. Um, when, when he asks you what, what is the will of the people, it, it's a rhetorical question. It's not really. Because his, his thing is you can't know the will of the people. You can't know the will of everyone. But you understand the need of the community. And so with Reese, it's a word game. So when he says, what is the will of the people, you know, it, it, you, know you, you have to know, and he has to know that you recognize that though you don't know the will of everyone, as a community, you understand the needs because you live in the community every day. So um, that would have just been, and just understand Reese isn't, a, um, first of all, Reese is a, a, a black man who is Jewish and Republican and who goes to bed at night. And before he goes to bed, he says, dear God, please let me be white when I wake up. Amen. Um, and I think, I, I think he actually does it in reality. I, I, I make a joke of it, but I think he kind of does that. So he can't sit, see, he can't agree with you. He can't agree with you. He can't hear you because that's not who he is. It's not what he does. He's here just to argue with you. He doesn't want to know. See, I didn't want to argue. I don't need to argue with you, um, Steve. I, I need to discuss it with you the same way I would any candidate and say and tell you what the need of the community is. But I want to know what your vision is. And so, if, but, and if people want to contribute to your campaign, how do they do it? Uh, they can go to Walton, W-A-L-T-O-N, for F-O-R, citycouncil.com. Walton for Walton for citycouncil.com. Walton, W-A-L-T-O-N, F-O-R, citycouncil.com. Walton for citycouncil.com. Yes, and there's a donation. No, Reese, I only... I only come in when I see you do the same thing over and over again, and I know that you're not that you're you're not trying to make a healthy discussion. Mm-hmm. You, you're playing a word game, and so I stop I stop your dumbass word word game. Um, Rodney Abernathy says subsidized housing is housing that is made available at below market rates through the use of government subsidies. Unlike other government programs such as food stamps and Medicaid. Housing subsidies are not an entitlement and are generally in short supply. Many communities have long waiting lists for housing assistance. Um, so, Steve, I just want to say thank you, thank you for coming on. You know, this is a this is a hard show to come on too because, um, you know, uh, you have a lot of different opinions, and I, I appreciate uh, Reese's opinion to a certain degree. When he becomes um, a nuisance, that's when I put his dumb ass on mute. But I like some of his questions. I like the fact that he's pressing, but when he when when he when he's not making any sense, um, yeah, I do. I have a lot of faith in him, Reese. Um, I, I think because I know because I know the need of the community. I live here every day, and I know that of of the candidates that are running, 
that um, in our community, what we what we can't afford right now is someone who's going to be at a strong learning curve. We need we need somebody who uh, who understands city government, understands how it works, understands the process. Um, I know that Steve interfaces with all the different groups, whether they are um, Bell Paso Heights, Strawberry Manor, Robla, Woodlake, or whatever he's he's involved. I also know that he went through the city manager's uh, academy, and so as a as a resident of Del Paso Heights, um, I know the need in our community and that we don't need anybody else. Um, the one thing that Loloi had as a disadvantage was his learning curve. His learning curve was, was and, and, and it showed, and it hurt us. Um, and... Um, I believe that, but I also know what kind of community we have. I know why the community is frustrated and why they don't trust anything and why we have to have these types of hard, tough conversations and got to call it what it is. And some of the stuff that you're going to say, the community may not like it, but they're going to love you in the end because, because we really appreciate it. So um, I appreciate you. Um, Conrada Ariba said you have her vote. She's also in the district. So um, I appreciate you coming on, Steve. And then we're going to have. Um, I'm going to take a bit. Um, yeah. Um, he he was in the mortgage industry. High learning curves. What Charles Garrison said. Yeah. Uh, Nikki um, says thank you for sharing your vision with us today. Uh, Team Stephen Walton, wishing you the best in your continued service for District 2 and the good people in the city of Sacramento. Uh, Thank um, you. And I Stephanie Poole said, teach them to stop giving their rights away. Cal Williams said he seems to be knowledgeable, committed, and well-prepared. And, um, you know, this is um, uh, Bill Burns said, thanks, Steve. And um, and um, if you guys want to contribute to, if you guys like him that much, make a contribution. You know, the, the one thing about black folk, we don't want to put money on the wood. Put some money on the wood. Make a contribution to him. Um, Walton for City Council dot com. Walton for City Council dot com. And um, Michael Niner Jordan says Stephen Walton for District Two. Mm-hmm. Right, thank you, sir. Preacher. You can you can you can thank stay you on with me. us and listen because it's going to it's, it's going to be a discussion. So you can stay on. And oh listen. yeah. You can hang up. It's up to you. Yeah, I, I actually so, have another appointment I have to get to right away. Okay. But I thank you yeah. all for asking. Um, uh, and once again, my my my, my call to, to run for this seat is because I actually care and I do have a clear for the district and and that's my big why. So um, I look forward to uh, having more robust discussions specifically about this district, specifically about this district. Thank you. All right, thank you. Let's see. 
So, um, you know, the main thing that I liked about what he was saying was when he used the word us and how you brought up about you, I mean, how a person has to be straight up and down with us, you know, about yeah. taking care of us and doing for us. And he got to bring the conviction out of especially people like me in my generation to make it be our purpose, the us, the earth, the us word. That when he started talking about us, 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 brings out the conviction of what you know you really are about. What are you really about as a person in your community? Don't be a dick, Reese. Said you. Um, there's more people than just us in the community, is what Reginald Sanders said. Listen, you guys, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you guys something. Steve is a young man. And the reason why I thought um, Stephen should run early on is because he would need to get his sea legs. He would need to get, um, good morning, Red Boy. He would need to get used to a campaign and what it takes. And he was my candidate. That's who I picked from the beginning, but he didn't run. I picked him four months ago, five months ago. I wanted him... Had he been in then, he'd be ready for stuff like this. Um, um, and he'd be he'd be further along with the community. Who he so is? He doesn't have any name recognition. And, and, and yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he's from the community. Everybody knows him. They know the family's family. Oh, okay. No, I said, does he have name recognition? You said, no, he does yeah. have name recognition. Yeah. Um, what changed his mind? Um, John Beckman, I don't know, um, but I told him um, that he should run. He's 42 years old. We needed a younger person. I felt like, um, you know, people said I should run. People said that no, I no, should you're, run. You're past your years. And I said, um, not only would I not run, all you motherfuckers asking me to run, you don't want me to run. Y'all don't want me. Because you're going to get exactly what you get. And it ain't going to be exactly what you like. You can't, y'all can't handle me in office. Because I, because I will call it, I will call you out the same way I'll call out the motherfuckers on the other side. And I'm going to tell you right now, if the candidate, Steve, and any other, if they don't start talking to the people, I mean, going out and talking and being nice and having the nice voice, hello, I'm running for office, hello, it's me, yes, J. King, hi, um, I would love your vote, I, I'm out here doing the work of the community, I really want to make sure you got my vote, thank you so much. Man, I'm glad to see you out here doing what you do. You're the only one. You're the only one. Then he, then I, then I walk on, and then somebody else come through, and they say, "Hello, I um um, what's happening, man? I'm uh, I'm running, you know, for the thing. Man, you're the only one. You're the only one. And then and then the husband or wife will say, every time they come through, you say you're the only one. I know what the fuck I'm saying. I know what the fuck I'm saying." 
These motherfuckers, they only come through here when they're running for office. I won't see them again. I won't see them again until they're running for office again. Because that's how this thing goes. Except for the one. Except for that one. That's serious about it. So I support Steve, but he don't just get to he don't just get a a, a a free layup with me. If if you don't step up, I got to tell him, hey man, I don't know. My son, I was my son was going to college. And I told him, if you get a full-ride scholarship, I'll give you $1,500 a month so, so you won't have to worry about it while you're in college. And I used to go to my house in L.A. for the weekend, and I'd come back home to my house, and this motherfucker's room wouldn't be made up. His room ain't made up. <laughs> and They don't and so know that's where it starts. One day I said, hey, man, have you ever thought about going to the Air Force? And he said, no. And I said, why? He said, because I don't want to go. I said, how do you know? You never even thought about it. And he said, I'm going to college. I said, I don't know if you're going to go to college. I can't pay for you. I can't give you money. And he said, oh, you reneging on the deal? I said, no. I'm looking at my investment. You can't make up your own motherfucking bed. I got a whole housekeeper keeping the house. The only thing she don't clean up is your room. Your room's making up this whole motherfucking house. I can, I don't. How do I know you're gonna go to school when you get there? How do I know you gonna? You can't make up a bed. How do I know you're gonna go to class and you're gonna finish? That's why my son ended up in the Air Force. <laughs> See, I don't. I, I'm not. A, I'm a motherfucker that say, yeah, I'm going to support you. But when I don't see nothing to support, I'm the same motherfucker that'll pull up. I'm going to pull out. <laughs> because I don't see a win. So, so, <laughs> so you know, I got to see, I got to see a win. I got to see and I got to hear somebody that's going to love the community enough to say, you know you fucking up the community yourself. You know you're the fuck up in the community, right? You, nigga, I love you, but you're the reason why the police drive through here every, every day. You, you see your yard? You see how fucked up your yard is, dude? Why the fuck are you guys parking your, your cars on the grass, man? That's why the grass won't grow. Why, why, you know, hey, man, we say we want, we want people, we, we want our community to change. We want, we want good things to happen in the community. But, nigga, y'all stealing from the motherfucking store. That's why it's a food desert. Because every time we get a grocery store in the community, you motherfuckers rob it. And now y'all selling meat to me, and I'm buying it. Conrada said, Sandy Sheedy came to my house one day, gave me a potholder with her name on it. I used to vote for her until she had to 
handed dead pot of flowers that were also dead. And because I could, well, you know what? Because she didn't have to do anything except to give you a pot holder and you was going to vote for her. The only thing that stopped you was that she gave you some dead flowers. You didn't require nothing else. Don't get mad at candidates because you require so little. Get eyeball to eyeball with you and ask yourself, why do I require so little? Why don't I realize how important my vote is? Why am I not encouraging everybody around me to make sure we vote? Veronica said, I wasn't with the sidewalk priority bit, but I'm not in Cali, so I don't know. I heard a lot of lower middle class suggestions, but not much on directly helping the homeless to keep them off the streets. Um, um, Veronica, because you guys, what makes you think you're going to keep a homeless person off the street? Trying to tell you. I want to be on the street, and you try to tell me that you're going to fuck you. Who are you that you get to tell me that I can't be on the motherfucking street? I can be wherever the fuck I want to be. I want to be on the street. How are you going to do that? You guys only hear what you want to hear because you They've guys been don't. told it over and not, over again. Because you're not engaged. I'm sorry. It's, listen, if you have a mantra repeated to you over and over again, solve the homeless problem, solve the homeless problem, you just go, we should solve the homeless problem. You repeat it like a parakeet. You don't understand that um, each homeless person has its own story. Had she given you another, another holder, then you would have been fine. You mad because you got dead flowers. I'm mad because you took the motherfucking pot holder. And, and, and <laughs> you right. didn't have an ass. Exactly. See, black people don't have an ask. What I'm saying to you guys is this. If you live on a block with other people and you ain't knocking on doors on your block and saying, hey, let us as a block create a forum for candidates and let's have them come, see who's going to come, and everybody put $20 in and it says, if there's 20 houses on your block and everybody put $20 in, you guys got $400. And a candidate, whatever candidate comes, and have an ask, what do you want on your block? What do you want? Because you guys don't have an ask. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Y'all some lazy motherfuckers. See, you want it, but you want it, you want it handed out to you. And this is why I'm telling Steve, hey, you better be willing to call them what they are. Call them what it is. And so when a motherfucker go to the poll and he vote for you, and he come to your face and say, you called me a lazy motherfucker. You know what I did? I voted for you today. Now I'm going to start holding you accountable. You want them at the city council meeting? Make a difference. Don't just get their vote. Don't just stop by and see them during voting time. Call the motherfuckers when, you know, you know, you know how me and John Beckman became friends? John Beckman used to listen to my show on, on uh, uh, Periscope. I don't know John Beckman. He's just, a, he's just a white dude listening to my show on Periscope. And, and I, I figured out he lived in Vegas. 
And I and um I asked him for his number. When I got to Vegas, I called him and invited him to a Club Nouveau show. I don't know John Beckman, other than from how he responds to me. Candidates have to build relationships with the community. Yeah. So the community <laughs> will trust them. Me yeah. and Reese, Reese Hopkins came on our show. That's how I met Reese. So I call Reese a stupid motherfucker. I tell him he's a ninth grader. I say all kinds of shit. You know why Reese come back? Because it's a relationship. We're going to talk shit to each other. He's going to say, fuck yourself, J. King. All kinds of shit going to happen. But when you have a relationship with somebody, you can say all those things, and it's going to come back because the relationship is solid. Candidates don't build relationships that are solid. That's true. They build relationships on the need, and the community ain't stupid. And they can't build it on a presumption of a need. That's also true. Right. Because that's that yeah, was the, the whole point that, that I said. Is a big deal. Right. Right. That was the part I made about when I said the will of the people. One of the biggest problems mm-hmm. that people have, you know, and the people in the black community, we say it all the time, right? It's like they don't ever be doing nothing for us. They do it for themselves. That's the point. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get to a perfect union would be your representatives actually doing the things that are important to you. Now, I can't speak for Del Paso Heights and whether or not their infrastructure is more important to them than, let's say, how much the cost of meat is. But in my view, I I could be a politician and say, I hate the way my streets and my sidewalks look, but if I ask my community overwhelmingly where infrastructure lies on their list of needs and I find out it's number six, I'm not paying attention to the will of the people. Right. And I knew what you were doing, but that's why I had to tell him, look, you know, I know. I, you know if, if I don't know the will of the people yet, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. I got to figure this out. That's why I'm running. That's why I'm out here. You know, I don't, I don't know the will of the people. I know what I know what I see from living in the community. Right. And, you know, you, you know, I, I know I, I know I'm one of the people. I, so I'm, I'm part of the process. I'm one of the people. I'm just a, a, a people that says something's got to be done about it. So I'm going to be the one to do something about it. And you got yeah, to be ready for those kind of questions. And right. And I believe, you got to be look, ready to say. Yeah. Right. I see some people who like I, you've heard this story. You've seen this story over and over again. A person decides they're going to run for office because of something personal or incessant they see in their community. It was like, you know, I'm sick and tired of this community looking like such and such. I'm going to run for office so I can change that. But then they actually get in office and they start talking to people and they start saying, hey, why did I run? It's like, I got here because of this, this, that, and the third. And we're like, well, that's all fine and good, but what we need here is this. And they go, oh, I, I didn't even know. And then they've got to change their position. They ran on something they thought was important to them, but then they find out the community that, that selecting them wants something else. That's the way it should right. work. Yeah, and, and, and I, I that's think where, Jay, Jay is right know, about so, so let me not having this, But there's some, so there's some needs of the community right. that are lost because there's certain parts of the community that aren't involved. Clearly. And that's you can why walk and chew gum. And, yeah, but I'm saying, but that's why you have to activate the whole community, but especially right. those 
who are not involved. That's why if you have to spend time. Yes, yes, John. Is Del Paso Heights a ghetto? Because that's kind of like the vision I'm getting from listening to all this today. Del Paso is Heights a ghetto? Is, low, is, a, is a marginalized, low-income community. It's where the city dumps everything. So it's not that it's a ghetto. It's really a beautiful community. But because the representation of Del Paso Heights has always been, has always been poor, the, uh, when the city wants to move something, uh, that's that's going to have a negative impact in a community. They generally move it to the Paso Heights uh, or South Sacramento, Meadowview area. Well, that, well that's where Mr. Walton has to say, "God damn it, I'm going to stop this shit and I'm going to get it well, done." That's what, well, you know, but well, you know, but he doesn't speak like that, John. He's a, he's a, he's a pastor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, so, I, listen. I if get, you grew up I, and, in and El Paso Heights, listen, I get that he's a minister. My thing is this, and this is why I told you, you know, you got, you know, you say things, but you have to be definite. You got to be, homelessness is going to stop in our community. You cannot pull, you cannot put another homeless anything in our community right now. And then you got to have the power of the people. So the, the only way you make the power of the people palatable is if you empower them. So you can't, you know, and that's why I told people when people said, Jay, you need to run for office. I said, you motherfuckers don't want me running. Because if I run for office, I'm going to, hey, Kente, you said you wanted me to run, nigga. I'm, I'm here. You motherfucker, you, you got to get up. You and Dale. Conrad, you motherfuckers, y'all got to get y'all got to get involved. I'm gonna have a meeting next week, and um, I'm inviting ten of you guys, and I expect each of you to have four people with you. And then, uh, and, and, and you gotta build, you gotta be you gotta be that you gotta be right in the mouth all the time. You can't never let up because it's a community that has been. Mediocre for so long that mediocrity is comfortable. See, black people are so good at blaming somebody else for what's fucked up about us that if we're not blaming somebody else, we feel like that's fucked up. <laughs> oh, hey, shit. God damn. I'm going to hold you accountable. Gonna I'm going to tell you that you're fucking up. He's going to call the police on you if you've got weed, all that shit. He's going to let motherfucker leave your garbage cans out. He's going to tell you. Clean up around here. I'm not all calling the police believe. on you, nigga, about the weed. Weed is legal. But I'm going to tell you, hey, man, if you want to smoke weed, don't, just, just don't be smoking shit around me and get me what off if I got my car, What if I'm, I got my car jacked up and I, I'm changing my tire? Cousins and shit is over there, and we got a couple cases of beer out front. Hey man, I'm gonna ask you if that. I'm gonna ask you if that's how you, dude. Is that how you want to rep your represent your neighborhood? How about a clothesline in front and a whole bunch of dogs Black barking? People, I'm gonna tell you something. Let me tell you how trained we are <laughs> at, at, at being less than. When we hear people say the rich are gonna get richer 
and the poor are going to get poorer. We start sweating. Man, they gonna just, we ain't going to have nothing. We don't say, well, shit, if the rich, see, when I hear the rich are going to get richer and the poor are going to get poorer, I'm like, shit, I'm, okay, I'll be making, I, I, I'm going to be making more money. You got to decide how rich you are. Or you just got to let, you, you just got to let the idea of being poor live on you, eat on you. Keep you down. We shouldn't, our, our black communities, marginalized communities, poor communities, whatever you want to call them, have the ability and the wherewithal to be beautiful. I know because my mama, see, my house could, my, my, my house could never get dirty because Helen ain't playing that shit. My, my dad was so motherfucking strict that he make you sweep the motherfucking garage. Why the fuck are you sweeping a goddamn garage? Because my daddy said it. So when you walk through the garage, the motherfucking garage door floor is clean. It's a little bitty house. It's only 1,300 square feet. I just did that yesterday. I swept my garage floor. But you got to know a candidate has to infuse self-care, self-love, self-importance, self-responsibility. That's what a candidate has to do. That's what a real candidate is going to do. A real candidate. Yeah, but and, I and think that means you got to. That means you got to roll your sleeves up, and that means that when you go, when you go talk to other people, and, and and a real candidate ain't just looking at his community, just his people. He looking at the. Hey, listen, Del Paso Heights is, is is a diverse community. You have immigrants. You have Hispanic. You have Asian. You have white, you have gay. It's a it's an integrated. It's probably the most integrated community in the whole city. But but if if if, if you're a can if you're gonna run for office, and and you got and, and you walk around here with an attitude, you the wrong one. You gotta, you gotta know humility, and you gotta be ready to fight the motherfuckers that you express humility to. You gotta know that when you, when you step up to fight, hey man, nigga, I'm fighting you for you. Shit, I ain't fighting me for, I ain't fighting you for me. I'm fighting you for you. If if we gonna be honest, if if we gonna be honest, which is hard for us to do. If there's anybody that's fucking up the black community, it's black people. If there's anybody that's dangerous to the black community, it's black people. If there's anybody that doesn't value the black community, it's black people. If there's anybody that makes it unsafe for black people in black communities, 
as black people. And the day we have that conversation as black people, we're going to start learning how to be good people who happen to be black people. Until then, when I hear that bullshit, this is what I'm going to hear in my head when I hear you motherfuckers talking. Warning. Warning. Bullshitter alert. Bullshitter alert. Warning. Warning. Bullshitter alert. Bullshitter alert. Warning. Bullshitter alert. <laughs> Snitchy Smurf, you said, you said, why is that? Why is that? Because that's that, that's who we are. Because yeah. we because we're comfortable with it. We're comfortable with and when we and then we say shit like, I don't give a fuck. I ain't gonna change. I don't need to change for nobody. I am who I am. This is who I am. This is who I am. I'm I'm real. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna stay real. Phoniest shit in the world. The same motherfucker doing this as soon as he get in jail. Man, I, I mean, I can't do this, man. Man, I want, man, I want to talk to somebody. I'm gonna tell them who else was with me. Fuck that, man. They, hello, yeah, man. Y'all got to get me out of here, man. Man, if y'all don't get me out of here, I'm telling. Say <laughs> everybody hard till they got it. Is that is that bull sugar alert from Lost in Space? Yes, because on a primetime television show in the 50s, they said (laughs) bullshitter without (laughs) Without any censorship. Yeah, no censorship needed. They comfortable from being with you, (laughs) being a troll. Anyway, I'm glad, I'm I'm glad, Stephen. I hope hope you guys that are in Sacramento – or that um, I hope you guys support Steve, you know, uh, because I'm going to be on his helmet. See, I'm, I'm a supporter that that will be on your helmet. So you can take my money. So some people say, man, thank you. Man, I'm glad you you contributed. No, you're not. You don't even know yet. See, I'm the <laughs> motherfucker that will call you and tell you when you fuck it up. That's right. You take somebody's money, then you got to be accountable. You take my money, you got to account for mine. And and, I, and I'm the kind of guy. If I if I, if I contribute to you, I'm I go in all in. I don't give you. I give you the maximum. I'm a maximum guy. That's why the, that's why the Democratic Party call me, because they think that I'm with them. I wasn't with them. I was with. Karen Bass, when she was running, the only way I could get her uh, more than $1,500 because the maximum to her was 1500 but I could give $20,000 to the Democratic Party, and they could give it to her. So when you do that kind of you, – and you're black, shit, you, are, you to them you're a unicorn. So guess what? They want to they wanna reel you in. So everybody in the Democratic Party is doing this to me. <laughs> I gave some money to some of the Republican candidates. Everybody, the Republicans doing the same thing. I'm not with y'all shit. I'm with, I'm with the motherfucker I was with. I'm not with you. 
I'm not with you like that. But if I'm but if I'm with a candidate, see that's why I can call Karen Bass. Somebody gonna get back to me, and she gonna talk to me. That's that's how this game works. Nobody. You got to have money like on the wood to have a voice in the game. And if you don't have Nobody money on the wood, you don't have a voice in the game. Unfortunately, with their relationship with you and him, I can say, from knowing both of you, you're the perfect one for him. And you still won't put any money on the wood. You'd sooner buy a lottery ticket. Stop it. What are you talking about? Just go I, I vote donate. Shut up. Would you donate? Yeah, I don't vote. Would you donate? It don't matter. It don't. As soon don't as I was asked, you, 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 you donated twelve joints. The thing about it, it's 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 you know he's perfect. You know, new blood, fresh, young. That's what the heights need. That's you know, what the heights he need. Bring out the he he got to bring out the conviction mm-hmm. for yep. especially people you know my age. Now, so I say, let me say this, Kente. You know? He's what the heights need if he's gonna do the work. Yeah, and it's exactly. heavy lifting. So you know what I know why you know I heard somebody ask why what made it why what why he changed his mind. The reason why he changed his mind is because he prayed on it. Like anyone should do. Take a breath, sleep on it before you make a decision. And that's what it was that he did. He wanted to make sure that it was it was his you heard he he said he was called to do it. That's why. It's not him doing it because he wanted to do it. So now he sounds like to me. Hold on a second. Let me say something here. He sounds like Donald Trump to me. He's a real estate (laughs) guy. He's a businessman, and he's a non-politician trying to fix shit up. That's what he sounds like to me. You may have just tanked his whole career. Yeah, but 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 and what's wrong with that? But what's wrong with that? No, Jay, I'm, 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 I'm totally kidding. I'm saying you you voted for him. No, hey, no, no. I'm saying to these people, he, he, associating him with Donald Trump makes Well, that's where old. that's where Beck the Tech he's supposed to step in like that because that's why. He's Please here. shut up. He's uh, listen again. Look, hacktivist. I, why would you be celebrating somebody Reef, going you're into so the? Childish. You childish. Why would you you're, be you're celebrating? You're even more childish than I am. Be, hold on. Why would you be celebrating somebody going into the belly of the beast that you despise, that you call the guilty? What well, a thing! Because remember, he's the, one man joining the apparatus the you think is because, evil. Because just like you can't stop a person. Oh, let me guess. Politics or local? Why don't you let? Why don't you let me answer, you child? Please, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. God <laughs> damn, you a fucking no, child, No, no, hurry up. Man. Please, please, stop, stop. I'm letting <laughs> you go. Go. Oh. The same reason so listen, a um, person gave that about you um, can't I make a homeless person for, stop from being guys, homeless. The third hour of power is coming up next. I have to get ready for my uh, for my staff meeting. Uh, if you guys want to tune into the third hour, I thought you were going to say your manicure. 515-605-9376. 515-605-9376. You can listen there, or you can go to thejkingnetwork.com. I am getting ready for 
staff, I mean, for uh, the um, for my um, staff meeting. Uh, staff meeting. And we'll Pedicure. see you guys tomorrow. Same back. Same back channel. Why is it Caltrain cleaning up? What what happened to Cal? They why aren't they cleaning up? They don't have enough food. Get your big ass up over here and clean up behind them motherfuckers after they clean up. Caltrain, King Network, where the people come together. Caltrain, King Network, where the I would have never known this had I not just looked online. So Congratulations. Anyway, and, yeah, the other day the fifth, we was going to it's the other, fifth uh, anniversary over there on of Friday, Jesse Smollett. When the Friday, the Friday, the Friday, the Friday, we went over oh there. Wow. We went over there. Did you fifth know that? Wow. Congratulations no. to Jesse Smollett. It is the fifth anniversary of him hate criming himself five years ago. Can you believe that? Mega world. Wow, Mega world. time passes fast. How time goes by. No. Chicago <laughs> is <laughs> Mega world. <laughs> no, man, no. Hey, you, Sam. I got a question for you. Uh, do you see uh, Caltrain or anybody out picking up trash? And you remember how you used to get to day for day? And the uh, prisoners, I mean, the uh, people that are incarcerated would clean up the road, side of the road. Do you see that program still in California? The Caltrans program where they got prisoners to pick up shit off the side of the road, the streets. You ask me, do I still see that? I didn't know Caltrans was in charge of that. Uh, Well, actually, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should have said Caltrans shuts down, uh, you know, be behind them. And the inmates would come from uh, city jail, uh, corrections, or whatever, and you would always see them in the orange jumpsuits, cleaning up on the uh, on the streets and things of that nature. Right, I would see that. That's what I, I, was saying. I didn't know it was crack. I didn't know it was Caltrans. Right. That, right. That, I thought it was the sheriff well, that was actually whatever it was. Do you still see them? Well, bitch ass. That's the question. Fuck you. Let me tell you something, you tramp trick bitch. Do you still see him? Oh, yeah. This ought to take forever. That means he'll never answer the fucking question. I was talking to him. him. I said what the fuck I want to say to him. Please shut up. You you stupid motherfucker wanting to know what the you fuck the, the motherfucker you're not from the high stay out the fuck out the, the high quest, The question still hasn't been answered. Do you still see anybody out there picking up trash? 
That's the no, answer. That ain't been answered because I'm talking to you now, you punk motherfucker. I was talking to him. You punk motherfucker. Nick Cover. Stupid motherfucker. <coughs> you think you can just come around and, and put your influence on any fucking thing you want here? Please stop whining. Nobody was putting influence Please on stop anybody. Whining. Just you answer sound. the question. Well, motherfucker, you see any, I have you say, you see any humans. You sound like a no, whining. Reese. You sound Reese. like a whining. He was whining actually lucid dick. today. He was. We're trying to enjoy lucid. You do you understand? Today, do you understand, Yusuf Kente, how this operates? When Daddy leaves, he's <laughs> off his fucking meds, and he acts like a tyrant. As usual, Daddy leaves, and then when Jay King comes back, then he gets it all. He, tid- he tidies himself up and puts his tie on and pretends that he was a good little boy. Well, if you can but when Daddy's focus, gone, you bitch, he's a fucking Tasmanian devil. It was about your bitch-ass brother interrupting you, know, Listen, you, you, you know what, Yusuf? You're just a pot-smoking hippie. You know, well, tough guy. Shut the fuck up. Well, I, don't, I don't need to be a tough guy to okay, say what well, I listen, said. I refuse bitch. to be yelled at by a dude who sits oh, down when he bitch pees. Ass. Bitch you understand ass. that? I'm not going to be yelled at. I'm not going to be yelled at by a dude who has longer hair oh, than, my, than my woman. Fuck you. Okay? Fuck I'm not, you. I'm not, I'm not going to be fuck so you. You, you, you right. got a All I want you to do is to calm you. the fuck down. Bitch ass. I call calm you down. a bitch ass and you actually feel like a bitch. Calm, Isn't calm that down. something? Calm down, sexy. When I call you a bitch ass, you told calm me that you feel like a bitch. Calm down, sweetheart. Silly you're you're going to be okay. You're going to be all right. Use a, use a you know one of the issues. silly hoe. Calm down, bitch. Calm down. You know what are, it, calm down. You know what are the issues with, um, I think Jay brought it up kind of, sort of, it's just that people don't want, when, you know, when these politicians come around, first of all, like they said, like, this is a, a interesting dynamic. You have a politician who wants to get and have this relationship with the community so that the community will come out and vote for them. But then at the same time, if you're going to be really honest with them, then you have to be, then you're going to say things that they don't like. So now the politicians are in the quantum. They're like, okay, I can come out here real hard, really hard, and just really put it out here really frank and just do that. But then I'm gonna, I might make some people mad and they may not vote for me. So I think what a lot of politicians do, they just come out and say whatever they think the people want to hear. That's so then exactly that becomes right. an issue. But then on the other side, right. on the other side, the people don't really tell the politicians kind of what they want necessarily. I mean, some of the things you can see and some of the things are obvious, but I think people, a lot of people are so apathetic and they're not in the game that they don't put forth, they don't ask for anything. Like Jay said, there's no ask. Well, nobody. Like, I remember, I remember I back in New York. that he's doing what he's doing is because he's always been a leader. If you look at people that know him and his record and his resume, he's always been a leader. He was a leader in the sports when he played sports. He was a leader of, of the, their championship teams. He was a leader. He was a leader. He went off and went off to school, did what he was supposed to do in that. He, he traveled and, and, and uh, went into ministry. 
you know, to be. So the reason that uh, you talked about, you know, people want to come out and do this and do that, you know, once it becomes, I see it as it's apropos. It's a leader's position. And that's where he chose to make a change to be that part of a leader as he always has been in his life. That's how I see it. Yeah, but, yeah, and, 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 and Yusuf, I agree with you. Being a leader and having leadership qualities is a great thing and you need it. But I think in this instance, I think it's backwards. I think the people right. are see, supposed to be the leaders. that's why you're thinking. I, you're, see, you're speaking from thinking, and I just said from what I know. See, that's what no. see, you're thinking it's what no, you've got you let, all let me finish, spiraling you, downward. Let, 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 yeah, on this negative. Let me, let me finish my downward point. Spiraling. That's no, part of you. And you're, no, no, let me finish. Thinking. And then you can, then you can, talk, then you can well, tear me down. But you let told me, me that you're thinking, no, and I'm telling you no, what no, I know. No, no. Oh, that's fine, Yusuf. But let me get my point out. He, he, so I think it's supposed to be the other way around. You I think, think the people are supposed to tell the Politicians, well, why don't you say it's supposed what to, needs to be done, and the politicians are supposed, supposed to do it. Well, who gives a fuck about what you think? Like, like I'm homeless. I don't give a fuck no, that you think I shouldn't be homeless. Fuck you. I don't want to pay the taxes, you bitch ass. No, you stop that. How can you? Okay, okay, like I was saying. I, like I was saying. I, I don't give a fuck about what you think. I don't give a fuck about. I don't give a fuck about your money. Okay, I didn't say anything about money, but I think well, that the I'm, leadership, the, the, the you, people are supposed to lead the politicians, not the, the other is, way around. The point you're talking from, you thinking. That's that's you know when you say I think, you know it. You, you well, know, it's like no, saying, let's talk. I feel. Let's talk. I let's talk the way the system was built. The no, system was built well, no, to be the say, other way around. Just say, no, just all you the system do was built say, the other way around. Now, all you got to do is say, "This is how it should be." Is that Potter? Not, I think it should be. Hey Potter, Potter, can we stay focused yeah. on Sacramento? Um, I, but, but that's what I'm talking about. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. His name is Potty. Potty Mouth. It's Potty. Does anybody no, have You said it right. You said it right, Fred. You said it right. For the, uh, what, what happened to the resources? Yes, I What's looked that? it up. What was that, uh, uh, Snickerpoo? Did you uh, get it? I did. I looked it up. So it looks like um, Caltrans took a break during the pandemic um, for cleaning up, and they are uh, contracted with um, the parolees to continue that service, which should have restarted mm, about two years. Um, so they were down for a year or so. But it looks like they should be back at it. And there's also uh, street sweeping uh, for Del Paso. It looks like in most areas it's the first Monday of the month, um, including the holiday. And that is what I found so far. So, yes, they are picking up. And that, is why, and that is why I said I didn't know that they did that because I had to call Caltrans because a wall was built in the back of my house. And when that mm. wall was built in the back of my house, it formed a corridor because they left the trees there. They had the freeway. Then they had all the historical trees. Right. And, and they built a freeway there. Now you got to take care of this problem of a, of a, it's about a gap between that wall and my backyard where people can just come and live. I mm-hmm. actually have people 
in back of my house, acting like they go camp out. I said, oh, okay, I'm camping out too, right here next to you. Get the fuck out of here. So in other words, I found out I had to call Caltrans to have that issue taken care of because, you know, they come in that, through that privacy wall, that privacy wall back there, the that, sound barrier well, wall. Well, what it is, it's a sound wall. It's a sound, yeah, a sound wall. barrier wall. Yeah, it's a sound yeah. wall from the freeway making so much noise at the in the residents' backyard, and they also but, have to take care of the trees. Their trees are impeding on my palm trees, queen palm trees. That is, and so the thing is. You know, they got to come take care of this problem over here, and I got to deal with Caltrans. And I didn't know that. I didn't know. I thought, yeah. you know, I'm just dealing with the city. It's contracted out. Yeah, I've yeah, been oh. that way for years. Yeah, that's right. why I, you right. I was you wondering. You can go to city council meeting and inform it. What do you call it? Um, well, I called them control. directly. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah, don't you get, get more, satisfaction, you, get more, you can go to the city council. But I just, you know, the presence of them out there cleaning, I've, I've always seen when I was a kid coming up, people out there getting rid of graffiti. You know, if you get graffiti, you move it, you move it, you move it. Now it's like the norm. It's the artwork. It's the landscape. Fuck that. It looks shitty. It looks raggedy and it's nasty. Right. Exactly um, what I saw in Oakland when I went to Oakland. Every freeway had nothing but graffiti on it for miles. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not just in the Bay Area. It's all over. Homelessness is everywhere. Don't And graffiti think is saying. everywhere. Exactly. No, I know it is. I know. We have it here in Vegas. Yeah, graffiti is there. They have it there in in uh, in uh, Ukraine. They have it there in yeah. the Gaza Strip. They have it there. It's all over. It's worldwide. Graffiti is. So just so you know, King Craig, this contract is 12 years strong, and with the exception of the moratorium for the pandemic, they say that, um, you know, the whole purpose is to beautify uh, the city and the roads and protect the environment. And it says it saves the Caltrans state cleanup efforts with parolees, save the state millions of dollars. So there you go. And I just, I just don't Speaking about Ukraine, the... what's, so what's going to happen now that three soldiers have been killed in a proxy war? Well, I don't think that had to do with Ukraine as much as it did with the Israeli war. It had nothing to do with were, Ukraine. Yeah, they were killed, I think, in, in Iraq or Syria or some, something it was, like they that. They were killed in Jordan in a drone strike, Jordan. and the fucking silliness was... It followed one of our own drones back to the base. Their drone, Iran's drones, followed one of our drones back to the base. They thought it was one of our drones, so they allowed it in, didn't shoot it down, fired on us, and killed three people, black people, I might add, um, out of a base in Georgia. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, three black black people, two of them women, two of them women um, out of a base in Georgia, uh, who was killed. And now Joe well, Biden, as I predicted yesterday on my show, because he looks feckless, claims now after John Kirby says, we don't want to, we don't want a war with Iran. Now he says, we're going to respond. I'd love to see how. Yeah, but they, but Iran has said that they didn't do it. How do we know that Iran did it? 
Iran, Iran said, didn't, didn't do it. This is one of their this is one well, of their first, proxies. Unpack it first. Why is it strange that it was black? What makes you say hmm? Because they were all black. Because they came out of a base out of Georgia. They're not protecting the troops out there. I just mentioned that they were black. If you want to intimate something no, else, no, I, I, I wasn't talking. To I you. just told you. I was talking nothing. to Potty Mouth. So I was talking uh, to Potty Mouth. He said he found that interesting as well. That's it. It was interesting. I know, but I want to know from him. Why does he not you? Re- I don't give a fuck about what you said. I want to know about what him. What did he have to say? Why Man. was it interesting to He's him? Up. Not you. Third hour of power, boy. Listen, I, I found it interesting because I was actually watching the news. I watching the news clip when they were talking about it, and when they, when they said these three soldiers, and they brought when I saw those three black faces, I was like, whoa! Like there was something about you. It's in Jordan. It's so far away. There was an attack, and the only people that were killed were three black people. From Georgia, I, it's something about it. Just like I'm like, hmm. Okay, speak on the something. What is well? The now they have to listen. This is the reason why Biden is being forced to respond, right? Because it was three black soldiers, and that Reese, image. I don't give a fuck. I I'm still talking. I don't listen. You can have your own no, private I, little discussion. No, I, I, I wasn't him, done yet I, because I was the one speaking. And interrupted. No, when you he was interrupted talking. asking why did Potter say that? And I was still Motherfucker, talking. I brought the subject so up. the point <laughs> Yes, so and God I was damn. responding to you. So now let me respond. Anyway, the administration is saying now they're going to att- they're going to they're going to attack <laughs> Iran. First of all, and I ran Foxy was the person who fired be There will never be a war because this president is oh, feckless. Oh, listen, you're still talking. To, you, you and, said, and the reason why I don't think, I don't think that's why. The when Ukraine, no, no, the president is Ukraine, feckless. And remember, there should not be a war based on this. Well, you have to remember, Potter, there should not be a war this based president on did anything no. and everything after after. After Donald Trump pulled us oh, you from, the Iran, from the Iran you, you nuclear didn't deal, even, you didn't after, any of this, after you Trump moved genius. us out of the Iran nuclear deal and made Iran broke, Bitch what did this administration do? The first thing it did when it came in was that? it gave billions so of dollars to Iran. It gave billions of dollars to Iran and then gave another billion dollars on the last September 11th anniversary, another $4 billion, which they claim, by the way, is in Qatar and they can't touch, which, by the way, is bullshit because Iran runs Qatar. Okay? That's the, that's the biggest problem. So this bullshit that they can't touch it is a big lie. If Americans told the Qatar bank what to do with the money and Iran told Qatar banks what to do with the money, who do you think they'd listen to? Iran, not America. So... I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't think we know all the intricacies of that deal. They, at all. I, I'll tell you what the intricacies, intricacies no, are. No, I, I don't think we, they none don't of us will see know. a problem intricacies, with Iran being fucking, a nuclear power. Fucking interrupter. They don't see a problem with Iran being a nuclear power. They are starting a nuclear arms race in the Middle East. And guess what? Here's why it's so dumb, Obama and Biden, why it's so dumb. When you have a group of people, especially in Iran, who believe that life begins after death. Do you want to give those fucking people a nuclear weapon? They have Listen, no, Iran they have no, no interest Reece, in Reece, human Let life. me tell you something. 
Let me tell you something. Iran says that they don't want a nuclear weapon. You got America talking about life after death. What the fuck are you talking about? They don't need one. If you For have, that reason, you don't need a nuclear weapon. America you don't need any nuclear about weapon. life after death. What? Listen, nuclear. Listen. I would love to hear thing. everyone's point of view. You have you have a regime who believes in death to America and death to the West. No, I don't believe that. Hold on. I don't you don't have that. to believe it. Just okay, Potter. You don't have to believe it. That's all fine and good. Again, listen. Iran, the Ayatollah Khomeini, believes in death of the West. What I'm and their ide- to and their ideology is taking over a their conversation ideology that I is up. the afterlife is the beginning. To them, that's I, this, their ideology. But, what, what, if you give listen, them a nuclear listen, weapon, no, 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 keep right. religion out of it. Keep religion out of it, Reese. What are you talking about? Keep religion out of it. But look, Potter, you may not want religion in it, but I'm talking about not, the no, religious no, Reece, faction Reece. of Iran. No, no, no. You may care. not want. It's, you may not want religion Reece. in it. Oh, no God. offense, Potter. You're gonna let me finish. Religion I don't care if you don't want religion in it. It is who they are. It's Sharia law is religion, sir. Sharia is their the religion. Is is religion. Their law. A lot of so our laws are based on religion, Reese. What are you talking about? No, no, no. I'm A lot talking of the laws about of the Sharia United States law. are based on religion, are on, on Christianity. No, they're not. From no, the Bible. Not. Yes, they absolutely no, are. Absolutely are. Fuck. No, they're Reece. not. Reese. A lot of the laws that, come, that came from England, by the way, which came from the church. So you read a lot of the laws, especially common law. Common law comes from the Bible. That's where a lot of the laws came from. Okay. You don't even realize that. Before we start getting into the weeds, I'm going back to Iran. Iran and Sharia law, Sharia is their religion, part of their religion is part of their law, right? It is. And what do they believe? That Muhammad has said in the Qadif, in the Qadif, that there must be fatwa, there must be jihad. And jihad means to even expunge your own life for the true, uh, for the true nature of Allah, which is to live in the afterlife, which is to live in the afterlife. You're going to give a nuclear weapon to a regime that believes its life begins after death on this earth? First of all, that's the dumbest all, thing that we could ever do. First, first of all, you got it wrong. You, have you, spent, have you ever spent time after, in the Middle East, Reese? Have you ever spent time oh over there? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I have. Yes! It is not like Reese. First of all, I'm not even going to get into the religious thing. You want to get into the religious thing because you're consider yourself Jewish or whatever. I, I, I don't want to get into that. But, I'm going to blow, I'm a blow know, Reese's ass up. I'm going to blow Reese's ass up tonight. So, Yusef, you brought this up. What did you want to say since you've been trying to get in? You still there, Yusef? I, I just asked one simple question. You was talking to me about it. You know, you brought up something, and then Reese interrupted and took the motherfucker all out the fucking world. You know, my my question to you was like, what, you know, what do you think about this war, about the kill? I mean, about the killing of these three soldiers in a proxy war? And you came up with your belief and how you can 
you know, it was fantastic to you about how they were all black. I just wanted to hear your thoughts on why you thought it was kind of interesting and fantastic. And that's all I'm saying. And Reese took it all out the fucking way because that's what he wanted to do, you know. Well, you know, all I'm saying is I'm blowing up Reese ass tonight. You won't hear that nigga no more. You can blow me up all day. Don't blow him up. Don't, so, Pop, so, so three people, so three black people got killed. You think it's interesting? I thought it was interesting too when I heard you. You know, it from when I saw it because you said, "Wow, I see three black faces." That's what you named them, black faces, three black faces TV, and you know, go from there. So, two of them women, and so by you to even say two of them women. It made me look at the demographics of the black women here in America. So, you know, I kind of just, you know, drip, drip, drip with my thinking, saying, hey, with your influence on my thinking, you know, maybe they're going to persuade people to go along with war and want to get black people to go, you know, to side with it, you know, like Crispin Attic who was the first one that started the Revolutionary War when they killed him, which was a black man. You do know that, don't you? Yep. And I, so, I think, so, yeah, this, this, is really, this is really weird, and I, and I wonder if they want to go towards this thing. This, if they're going to do it, this would be the year to do it because the election, it's an election year, right? And if they feel like they're not going to be successful, what better way to, to kind of put a monkey wrench in all this election stuff, right? Then go to war. You know okay. what I mean? Again, like, John I, I, I'm Becker, not sure. Do you hear exactly what I'm talking about? Didn't I just say this yesterday? I just said I, this I, yesterday. I, I, I wasn't on. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, well, I didn't this hear is a conversation today. So, no, no, no. But Thanks, you're saying <laughs> the same exact thing that I just said so, yesterday. That everyone thinks that this has to do with an election year. That makes no sense. I know people are trying that. They're trying to sum it up that way. That's not I, why this is happening. It's nothing to do with an election year. Reese, I'm, I'm not in. I'm not. I'm not in the hall well, of power, so I don't do know it, exactly. I'm just saying what it looks like from timing, the outside. The perfect timing comes from how they they hit Israel when they wasn't looking. Israel last year. What was before? Before? What? This is the same war, bitch. No, it so isn't. Last year. <laughs> No, it last isn't, year, stupid. It, 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 it's it, 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 it kind of it it is. It has everything to do with it. Kind of Dude, yeah, guess it what? Nike is not kind of Adidas because they're both sneakers. What you do, you know other people don't know, so you think that your pretty words is going to make you a genius, you stupid trick. You're nothing but a listen, son of listen, that Listen, if bitch, there's anybody who I know is an idiot here, my friend, right trust me, I'm listening to idiocracy listen, listen, right no. now. No, well, you no, can listen, listen to idiocracy. Listen, Rich. You're, you're the mother of it. Hey, listen, I, 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 I think that it's, it, it is all connected. That's just my thought. It's all Explain. Man, you the, what's going on now? Party, you know. Potter, you explain, know it's all connected. Explain, Potter. Explain how it's connected, please. Do you think that we would be even thinking about war if, if, if we weren't going through all of this with, with, with Israel and Gaza and, and everything going on? Do you think that this would even be a thing right now? 
I mean, well, I, I, it's well, all connected. They've they been selling, they been selling in Syria. Israel, Israel had an election year before okay. it all popped off. They hated him. Israel okay. was in there a was no people. election. There was no election. There was a court right, case. Because of war, you it was that. a court case. And I think, it I think the knives case. are, and as far as he's concerned, I think the knives are coming. Okay, the knives so, are coming so we understand him, each other. Internally. Potter, Potter we, had so, been, we were being attacked. We were being attacked by Iran we, and by Houthi. The American, American soldiers, dude. No, Please. no, listen. No, listen, dude, dude, dude. No, 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 no. Hold on. Those Houthi rebels were attacking the ships that were going to Israel through that no, waterway. you're wrong. You're 100% yes, they are. wrong. Yes, they were. Yes, Again, they, no, you're, no, they were. you're saying that that only and, happened and, and, after and October no. 7th? Are you saying no, that no, it only listen, happened after October 7th? No, Reese, listen to me. Listen to me. You, you just changed it over to the Houthis, and this is what I'm saying. Actually, I was going to go further than that. This, this is this, – they're attacking the ships that are going towards Iran. The other ships After October that identify themselves are not, are not being attacked. And you know how I know this? Now, that I do know for a fact because I have a relative in shipping. And they've been telling me exactly what kind of what's going on, which ships can get through and don't have a problem, which ships can't, the insurance that's now going on with all those ships trying to get through there. And what what's going on? That one I do know. So Potter, what I'm again, saying is, I'll ask you one more time. It's not after it's not just, before hey, We want to attack We want to attack American ships. It, it, Potter, that's not the that's not their that's not the mission. I'm asking of you the one more time. What doing. You well, I got I got a, I got a few new bombs I got, and I'm gonna blow recess up tonight. Before or after? <laughs> before hey. or after October seventh? Was that going on? This specifically was going on with these ships? No, they were being they were being some ships were being attacked, but not for not like this. Before or after? after no, after no. When they just started this new thing, this started, and the American the American ships weren't even there trying to protect before October seventh like this. All, again, all so they, now they, they've inserted themselves into it. See again, you're, you're not answering ships the over question. I'm answering the question. On on January 30th, I'm blowing up Reese tonight. I'm gonna blow that nigga up. Y'all won't see him no more. Blow me up. Blow me up how? On your radio. On your radio show. On your radio show, nigga. I'm coming, nigga. Oh my god. Getting you tonight, Reese. (laughs) On January 30th, Reese. Before and after. Okay. So we make sure right, right, we understand right. so each other. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, let's go this way. Doing, let's, was, let's go this was, way. They was going to put uh, uh, Netanyahu out of there. Israel didn't want Actually, him in there. He's a prime minister, dude. He's not the president. So we understand oh, each other. Oh, shut the fuck up. They, what he was was getting ousted. No, he wasn't. And then the war. And then the war. Yeah, no, he, was, he wasn't. He was, he was in the middle. They took advantage. No, he wasn't. They took advantage. No, he wasn't. This is, again, no offense, it's like beating up sixth graders. This is stupid. Potter, you're sitting up here trying to tell me, because I know you can, that American troops weren't being attacked before October 7th. So there were no American soldiers being attacked before October 7th in that region, Potter. Is that what you're telling me? 
Not to this degree because they weren't even over there to this that, degree before October 7th. Not to this degree 7th. sounds like you're no, admitting that no. they were being attacked. No. The, 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 when, wherever Americans go again, over in the Middle East, there's going to be It's my trouble. ninth grade education. So, it's my ninth grade education, and I can't it, understand yeah, no. plain English. Were they at all being attacked before October 7th? Yes or no? No. In the 1960s, in the 1950s, like what are you talking man, about? Like, was a, I'm talking this about this reason. There's been conflict in the region. Potter, was there conflict in the region in the weeks? Was there was there conflict in the region the weeks and months before October 7th? It's going to always be a lot conflict. Of conflict. Israel is over Weeks there in and months before. So you see, this is how disingenuous. Weeks and months before. This is, this is no, I'm, disingenuous. I'm, I'm, this listen. is exactly what I'm talking listen. about when I say disingenuous dialogue. Or for oh, those who in the ninth grade, you, you just plain old you. lying. No, you, you only no, no, you no, no, calls because of pussy. Potter, it's okay. It's okay if you don't know. Just say I don't why, know. The only reason why you have sympathy to that region because you went and fucked who you Again, fucked. the bottom and line is, listen, is that you don't know what you're talking about, October 7th, and you're shouting over and, me well, because you don't. Probably about oh, December or late up. November. Well, I can't remember when my relatives I mean, my relative that works in shipping, works in international shipping, that's when I started hearing about it. And I think that's when okay. he said things started okay. to get iffy in November, okay. and now they're just full-blown. So, okay, and, and guess what? The, that's because the entire region is on fire, and I'll tell you where it started. Exactly. Stupidly, hold on, stupidly, okay, Anthony Blinken and Jake Sullivan, in fact, Jake Sullivan went out and said that the region was quiet. He said that he said the Middle East is really quiet. He was lying because there was plenty of, of conflict going on in the region, in Jordan and in Yemen, far before October seventh. You said and you we, said Europe was quiet when you the Ukrainians uh, had to go through what they went through. What are you talking about? Ukraine when is I not said in Europe. Europe is at war. You didn't Ukraine even know it was is in not Europe, in Europe, bitch. sir. Ukraine is not Europe. Bitch. Ukraine is not Europe. And the only thing happening is Putin is taking over They're about to be in the European like Union. So I guess that They'll never be I in the European be... Union either. They'll never join NATO. They never will. Well, I, I agree with you on that because Putin's not going to let that happen. Um, but do you guys think that they should go to war with Iran over this? We can't go to war with Iran. <laughs> we can't. Good. We can't. And the reason why we can't is because this president of the United States – after giving them $7 billion, would be out of office tomorrow. There'd be articles of impeachment. The question is, do you think that they should, America articles should go to full-scale war with, That's with Iran? Do you think they should, should go to full-scale war, If he went to full-scale war with Iran, no. articles for impeachment you, would be drafted the next day. America has to go to war because the American citizens were killed. There's a reason why you graduated from high school, sir. Listen, there's, there's, listen. I, I don't think that there should be a war, especially over this. But everything. Well, I that's mean, because Syria, Syria, Syria is being uh, has been shelled. That country is literally destroyed, and and they've just kind of taken their resources. The United States is taking their resources. Okay. Should there be a war uh, under any measure? 
from from in history, yeah, there probably should be a full scale war coming from that side. But I think um, I don't think there should be a Wait, war without. So in other words, of you use history as a reference, but you use your thinking as doubt. <laughs> you got history Not really. I'm just trying to have that a shows you. You got history that shows you the fact, but now you want to think, so now you got doubt. <laughs> you tough, man. I swear. You tough, man. What? I, I, I don't you, think. You said, I mean, it's what you said, Potty. You said, I mean, history would tell me that, yeah, we should go to war, but I don't think. Now, you went by any kind of, any kind of lawyer would use references, and you just used a reference to bring out a fact, and then you want to put what you think on it. Because he can that. do that as a free citizen, stupid. Oh, he can put it no, out no, no, no. That's what everyone is doing, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, you sound ridiculous. Oh, okay. So in other words, no, you're, I... thinking, you're thinking tops fact. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. No, no, he's just thinking just You're thought. putting on the other stuff yeah. No, I'm not putting on thought. anything I, What I am doing about I'm saying thinking. that Along with his References that he uses They're also speaking Today about going To war No one is talking today about that, going you to know war what that's They're called? asking whether or not You know not, what that's called it's called a frequency. They're asking you know whether or not the reporters no, no, are asking no, the right question. This is Was this a frequency. provocation for war? Was this, this a provocation for no. frequency? Can you and the frequency? answer to them is no. See, you, John you, Kirby you, you said don't we don't you seek don't any conflict with We don't okay. seek any conflict with Iran. Thank you. Hmm? Okay? That's the point. They don't seek any conflict with the, 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 the official response from the White House is we don't seek any further conflict with Iran. And the reason why is because they know that this president would face impeachment if he went to war. Even Joy Reid was caught on a hot mic, which I'm going to play tonight, where she now. even she, – she exposed herself as not supporting the president, saying he's going to start another fucking war. Those are exact words. She was caught on a hot mic off the air. Well, Joy so Reid is supporting Donald Trump's. Joy, Joy Reid is supporting Donald Trump's hairstyle recently. So yeah, I don't no, know if everybody's she's been the saying that. Be. But but again, yeah. no one, even MSNBC, Ball quietly training? behind the scenes, they're afraid of this president. That can't be healthy. That's so salty. No, if you were paying attention uh, to friend, any friend, of that, mute, friend, you got to put yourself okay. on mute. If you were paying oh. attention to any of that, you would have seen that. So no one trusts this administration, especially this guy, because he's not in charge. The Obama hacks well, are in charge. Well, everybody knows that Biden is not in charge. He doesn't, well, well, Reed, he doesn't, he doesn't who even know was what in charge? Who was in charge when Trump was president, and he Trump, did all those antics Trump, to stop COVID? Trump. Trump was in charge, and then he left well, the medical they, stuff up to Dr. Come, Fauci. How come they took this step further? Trump told you to just grab a piece of cloth and put it over your face, but somebody else Because that's what the doctors more. told him. That's what the doctors told him, and they okay, were wrong. Okay, well, well, then that means Trump wasn't in control. 
No, dude, that means that he gave he listened to his no, advice. No, it means Please well, shut why up. did Trump try and stop the doctors? He's not a doctor. You, you sound well, but ridiculous. He, but this no, is this I, is what's no, called cherry picking control, stupidity. Though, you sound silly. You're cherry no, picking you stupid silly. comments. You sound okay? silly. You sound silly by saying people don't trust this man because you he's can't not in control. This but yes, man. people don't. Are no, you, you suggesting that you should trust Biden? Are you saying that you should so, trust Biden? So, so let me say something like quick, Reese. It's not that it has nothing to do with the president. It has more to do with the house people. You have people that have double double citizenship with inside that country. So when you when you talk about going against that country, you have to also look at your people who sit on the receipt who have double double uh, citizenship. See, this is something I've been talking about for a long time. You know, we talk about the United States, but we talk about people who have so-called double citizenship who sit in our house who have some citizenship to Israel in places like that. No, you should belong to one country and look out for one country only. You shouldn't have benefits to because you had your citizenship um, in such such uh, country. And this is something that's been swept under the rug for years. It's time to put it out there. You shouldn't have okay, hold on, hold on, one minute, Charles. Let me do, play do, this real quick. I kind of agree with you on is that. Is the Charles. president currently actively considering <laughs> potential attacks inside Iran? We are not looking for a war with Iran. We are not. Seeking a conflict, but I don't care about with the regime in a military way. Um, and as I said in the, in the opening, we're not uh, we're not looking to escalate here. This attack over the weekend was escalatory. Make no mistake about it, and it requires a response. Make no mistake about that. I will not get ahead of the president's decision making. We're not seeing either way whether striking inside Iran is or isn't. We are not looking for a war with Iran, MJ. I am not going to speak to the president's decisions. They're not looking for a war. Yeah. And, and that's okay. good, but, yeah, I, I, still. Listen, but, but listen, that's good. And, and Charles, I'm, 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 I'm kind of with you on that, what you were saying, for real. Um, but I, I don't think there should be. I don't know why there wouldn't be, but I think they're still going to try to have some escalation this year in that region. I think they're really going to try to escalate this thing the Biden before the election. The Biden administration knows that the current status quo Right. We had a former president who got us into no new war, no new conflicts. And this president who has us in three through proxy, if he full scale goes to war, it is the end of his presidency. That's why he can't budge. He knows it because he unless, actually unless, and I have audio. Wait, wait, wait. I have audio already the end of his presidency. Hold on. Hold on. I have audio. I have audio. Of Joe Biden in 2020 talking to two black hosts where he says everybody is fearful that Donald Trump will get us into war in Iran. Joe Biden. I have the audio. And now he's in a conflict with Iran because Iran has done everything from Hezbollah to Hamas to the attacks in Jordan. It's been provoking them after he gave them $4 billion. His administration can't do a thing. It's hamstrung. It's feckless. It can do nothing right now. Unless the situation changes. He's already a It All it takes is one false flag, and this whole thing goes up in flames. Yeah. So in the Middle East. He's got so, nine months. Yeah. He, he's got nine flag, months. That's plenty of time. That's plenty of time. Oh, um, yeah, it is. That's plenty of time. Um. But go ahead, Charles. I, I didn't mean to 
cut you off, man. Go ahead. I think Charles was saying something. I think. No, you good. You good. You know, the, the problem is that we don't understand that, that everybody plays a, a part into um, into that situation when you, when you have investments in other countries. And that's something that we need to have more discussion of, is how many people are actually having investments in other countries which affect the decisions on what they do for this country. And that, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, and, and, and kind of pursuant to a, a discussion we were having well, some weeks ago, and I was talking about a situation that was happening overseas, and then somebody, I think it was Charles, but he was saying, well, we need to focus on what's going on in the U.S., but Martin Luther King said in one of his last speeches, he talked about how the bombs, the bombs in Vietnam explode at home and how all that money that was going over there was going to wreck the cities in the United States. And he drew that, he drew that parallel, man, which was really, which is really good. I can't remember the exact quote, but um, when they, the stuff that they do over there has a defect, like a direct effect on us in the U.S. in, in our cities and, and all of that. In other words, all of those resources, saying, Potter, all the money that people is giving these citizens to mm-hmm. this American government is being shipped over to war. All of yep. it. How can yep. you be so poor when this country is so rich? How can this country be the defender, the citadel of liberty, justice, and life for all when it kills its own life in this country? You mean through abortion? It don't add up. And I it believe the court was looking for Right today, today, you had a person who locally wants to change something because of homelessness. Homelessness was an issue in the richest country in the world. And that same country takes the money from the people, not the homeless, but from its own citizens, and then say, I'm going to use it to go to war. I'm going to use it to give to people so they can go to war. And I'm going to use it to be COVID so we can bring out the motherfucking convict because they got robbed when COVID came. This government did. So in other words, this government has its own citizens fucked up in the name of war. And you can't even survive here. And you don't even know the outcome of you winning the war. Because every day you see your citizens being killed. You're not supposed to have casualties. You're not even in a war. You call it a proxy war. You said all you're doing is giving influence and advice. Yet you are protecting. You label yourself saying, I'm watching your back. You had the president said, we have your back. We're not in a war, but it's, we got your back. So let me just, People, Martin Luther King said People got to be straight. People got to be straight up and down when I they found talk the quote to the people. If you want it. And what the people are, you got to tell the people what they are. You're stupid. You're being had. You go along with a government that don't give a fuck about you. All right, call me back when this conversation is done. Just call no, me no, back. No, no, hold on, Reese. Hold on, Reese. Hold on, hold on, Reese. 
So, uh, Sniffy, the part where yeah. it says, wow, the anti-poverty program from there, do you have that part of it? Uh, I found the exact quote, quote, but hang on. You said, give it to me again, wow, the who? I'll find it. Wow, the, wow, the, the anti-poverty wow. programs. Yeah, so he draws that kind of parallel. What what he was saying was that, they, you know, what's going on in all of these, this, this foreign policy directly affects the people at home in more ways than Wait a minute. Oh, see, you see, this is the part that and, I don't and get. And I think <clears throat> people and, think and that I, the, the military... The military-industrial and, 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 complex – people say that the military-industrial industrial complex is what it is that, 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 um, that needs to, to, to squash so that we can, we can effectively deal with homelessness in this country. No, no, that's wrong, Reese. We're not okay, saying the military-industrial complex because the military-industrial complex, they're just the, the purveyors of the, 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 the message and the, the kind of – well, I'm talking about money. The equipment for money. war. Right? I'm talking about money. So, but that's I'm talking the politician. It's not I'm talking about money. Talk about okay, money. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So, since the 1960s, the war on poverty began with none other than Lyndon Baines Johnson. Up to now, we have spent over $58 trillion on the war on poverty. If you look at it, and I have the graph, I keep the graph, I show it on my show all the time. Poverty has maintained a very standard level. It's never gone down. It's never moved. It stays right at, the, right at the center as the spending for poverty goes up and up and up and up and up. Why? Because, again, these are not means tested, and it never addresses the issue. It addresses a bureaucrat. You know, I'll, I'll give you an example, Potter. Michael Gay used to always say, why would you, why would you vote for Trump? He's a rich man who never, ever... Uh, uh, understood the plights of the poor. So he doesn't understand you, so how could he possibly cure your ails? And I always respond to that by saying, well, you're not a rich guy, so how the fuck would you know what he thinks? But here's the biggest problem with the people who are solving poverty. And Mary mentioned it earlier when she talked to Stephen Walton. Have you ever spoken to the homeless to find out what their ails are or what it is that they need? And guess what? Nine times out of ten, the answer is, no, because they don't Double want no. to talk to the homeless. They Double have no, no interest in the homeless. They're only interested in one thing. They claim it that it's not, but it's true. The money that's in it. Imagine what they would do with the money. That's what socialism is. Socialism is give us the money. We'll do better. We'll do a better job with it than the free market will. And it's always nonsense. It's control of money, resources, and finances. And then they do what they think will work, and when it doesn't, ask for more. And the argument is always, ah, you know, we'll figure it out. The definition of an economist is a guy who can tell you why he got yesterday's prediction wrong. That's exactly what politicians do. Yes, well, oh, I saw what you're looking for. Go ahead. Go ahead, please. Okay. Um... This uh, speech was uh, titled The Casualties of War in Vietnam, dated February 25th, 1967, um, addressed to the National Institute, Los Angeles. And uh, Dr. King is quoted here saying, while the anti-poverty program in cautiously initiated and zealously supervised, billions are liberally expended for this ill-considered war. 
the, re- the recently revealed misestimate of war of the war budget amounts to tens of billions of dollars for a single year. The era alone is more than five times the amount committed to anti-poverty programs. The security we profess to seek and foreign adventures we will lose in our decaying cities. The bombs in Vietnam exploded home. They destroyed the hopes and possibilities for a decent America, end quote. Thanks, Nancy. So I, I agree with that, but I think there's something, uh, there's, there's something to that. And I think, Reese, you kind of hit on it, but you, I think you kind of missed it at the same time. Those programs and all of that money, it's almost like the war on drugs. It, go, it, it almost like the, the money evaporates somewhere. Now, we know the money doesn't evaporate. That money goes somewhere. And uh, it's, 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 it's making a lot of good money off of that the anti-poverty war or whatever. So is the money going, would the money go to the right place anyway? Has the money been going to the right place? I don't think so. I think that money's being siphoned off for different companies and banks and, you know, through these programs. I, I, I don't think it's going because if they were able to solve the program, then the money would stop and they wouldn't get it anymore. How so can I, the money I think that that's being sent to Ukraine bring its president over here and thank the president, yet the homeless has no one saying, oh, thank you for all the money that you helped us with. All it is is getting more and more politicians saying we need to do more and more about getting some money for the homeless. I agree. And and not only that, we're paying for their salaries, for their pensions and stuff over there. Our money is going to help pay for that instead of the people here that need help. This is crazy. The homeless have nobody as an ambassador coming over here, shaking the president's hand, saying thank you for all you gave us towards homeless. Yet Ukrainian president comes over here, shut down breaking news, just to shake that motherfucker's hand for a photo op. And then you let him go back and get some more money and say we need some more. And you see us going to war. You stupid sheep. You do it to your once shame on him. Do it to your twice shame on you. Like Jay said, you got to be up and down with the people. You got to get mad. And for, I think domestic policy and foreign policy is more alike than we think. Because even after Martin Luther King made that, that statement, like we go over and do regime change. We go kill the leader, or jail the leader, even, and take president over. president didn't even have an agenda for foreign policy. The vice president Martin, didn't even know what to say about foreign policy. The only thing they wanted was Trump out. Their foreign policy wasn't even part of the campaign. They didn't need to talk about that. Why? Because you're stupid as fuck. They're dealing with the stupidest sheep in the fucking world. And they know it because they're still doing it in your face. And all you're saying is, bah, bah. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily put it that way, but I agree. Third hour power. People, yeah, third hour power. It's, uh, it's, I, I mean, are some of the tactics, because when I look at foreign policy and some of the tactics or foreign strategy, 
and I look at domestic strategy, I, I have some questions. And I have a few examples, but I'll just give this one. So regime changes, when they go over and remove a leader of a country, people, and then put in their own. Can you hear it? What do we call it? What What do we call it when yeah. they do it? When they kill Martin Luther King and put Jesse Jackson in? Is that regime change? Just asking. Are they using some of the same tactics overseas as they, and, and, and internally? I don't know. I'm just asking. Is that regime change? Hmm. Well, by another name. <laughs> Um, perhaps. Mm. I mean, I mean, it was a leader of a people, supposedly. I mean, I'm not saying he was the only leader, but he was a leader at the time. He was our number one spokesperson at the time. You take him out and then you declare somebody else. I mean, I, I don't know. You tell me. Well, well, that's where you're confused because they took out Malcolm first. You can use Malcolm as the same example. Well, to, you're talking about the era in which and you brought up Martin Luther King, and then they took out Martin Luther King after he began to communicate more with Malcolm X. Yes. Took out Malcolm was X. That, was, it, what, what, was that, was that an really, example of the Really, they took out Medgar Evers. They took out Medgar Evers. You need to look at that. And then, yeah. and then, you know, Malcolm and and you know, just it just went on and on to to lay it on down again? to the chickens coming home to roost to the president. Stop it, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So the only thing I, I is, people. But, but you know, people, but Smithy, you are you are right. Today, that, that, that can be they can go back. And they can't. They can want. They can think about how they want it to be, but they can't really speak about what's happening right now because they don't know. Matter of fact, Snitchy bring up a good point. Was was JFK? Did that assassination regime change? One could say yes. Hmm. Yes, by another name. Yeah. I mean, I mean but, the United so, States. I mean, let's let's make no mistake about it. They they definitely. I mean. If they want something to be changed, they have ways of making that happen. Um, a coup, they, they call it lots of different names, but at the end of the day, mm-hmm. um, one is removed, and, of course, for the political process to continue, the person is replaced. So, I mean, yeah. one could so, say so that. We'd be saying a lot. King so, Martin Luther King so, so didn't I'm, have a regime. So let's just say a political position where where you have the attention of enough um, minds to um, alter a system. Let's say that. Can we agree with that? Now, y'all know no. politics is not my strong suit. No, I don't agree okay. with that. No. All right. I accept that. However, whenever we put the word war on, there's a tremendous amount of money to be made. War on um, uh, poverty, war on uh, education, war on pretty much, from what I can tell, if you stop the term or the beginning war on, it's a ton of money to be made. But I don't know about the um, success yeah. of those campaigns. Yeah. I mean, are we are we seeing the same thing in Ukraine as we've been seeing in the U.S. when there's a 
you know, all of this embezzling of funds, you know, money, just all this money laundering, all these billions of dollars going to these well, programs and, and then nothing ever doing, changes. they build upon your sympathy. And they got to form homelessness for them to get the money out of you because all you go do is donate, 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 give, 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 and you're broke. And then they giving your money away in your face. And they put it on breaking news. And then they break you even furthermore. They give you a house and they make rules and take it away from you. You know where you are? You're homeless. So they got you. They got that money. Then they get you the people that still survive that shit to sympathize for you because we didn't broke you. And then they get send people, they send money to, to for your cause, and that money get lost. You remember Sugar Hill, money got lost. Money got lost. Well, when money got lost in there, people got abused. Ain't nobody getting abused in, in when money get lost here in America but you. You the one giving the money. And you ain't got sense enough to say money got lost. Where the fuck is my money that I've been giving you? Liberty, that's her name, isn't it? Liberty is giving liberty to is giving liberty to the borders. Is giving liberty in the name of war by letting other people have liberty here while we go and take your land in war. But liberty is broke. But what she go do is get herself out there and put herself out there and get my money. And where she's getting her money is from you. Because you're dumb. You're dumb American people. And you're going to fall in a dumb house. And it's whack. It's wickety whack. It's on Reese Radio. You can go listen to it there. Go catch it there. And you say, oh, this motherfucker's falling. But My you God. won't believe it because you don't trust your intelligence. You're so wickety whack. You don't know where the fuck your mind is at. You might as well be on crack. But the people on crack has made a comeback. And mm-hmm. using you. Knowing okay. the truth. I, you know, I, I appreciate your hard man poetry, Quentin. Thank you. Well, you couldn't <laughs> even answer the simple question. Okay, you said, well, you know, money gets lost. Money gets lost. Okay, where is it? You said, all oh, you know, when war table. come, it produces money. You know money. that it's misappropriating. It it's grossly okay, well, misappropriating. Where do you think it's at? Where do you well, think it's at? Well, I believe it's in, it's in the pockets and coffers. You believe. It's in Switzerland and all you over. Believe. Well, it, am I the forensic accountant? Am I the forensic accountant? I've seen the benefits well, of the coffers. Well, let me say something to you. I believe I can touch the sky. Yeah, I believe it's a, yeah, everybody believes. Yeah, everybody believes. I believe I can soar. I believe. Yeah, you keep believing you, that. <laughs> what's what's belief in everything? Hey, Yusef, Yusef, you're falling off. You're supposed to back him up on that. Right. What you happened to the baritone voice backup? Right. You're falling yeah, off, what dude. I did, I, when I did the I believe, well, I, you know, I needed you to come in and I believe. 
Yeah, Paul Robeson. Oh no, Where Jay. I don't. I don't speak. Well, Jay, if you notice, I've been I've been teaching your students here since I'm their <laughs> counselor that you that you call. I tried to tell them that that I was here. I'm only here to be their counselor. They don't believe. Me. But I'm helping them. But what I taught them today is to not Mm -hmm. speak in the think, feel, and believe tense Mm -hmm. because it gets you nowhere. You don't ever say, I think, feel, and believe because I don't give a fuck about how you think, feel, and believe. It's about what you know. Can you fly? The man that wrote that song, I believe, is in jail. Very good question. Very good question. You, sir. <laughs> so it'd be hard for me to repeat a I believe. I've been I've been trying to hammer into these nails. Tap them right don't on the head to don't get into that I believing that and make up your bed. Pick them up and let them lead the way. I believe that there's another world to fly. Teach them a friend. Get it, and make it easier. Make the cutest laughter. It used to be. Everybody searching for a hero. People need someone to look up to. Everybody should be in behind big friends. And make the world, make the world a better place. Make sure you make your bed. Make sure you make your bed before you get the fuck. Put out. <laughs> <laughs> what, man? Noted. You gotta stop, man. You're not supposed to do it that long. It, it becomes nerve wracking after that. <laughs> it makes your ass hurt. It makes your ass hurt. Oh, my God. Your was falling out your mouth. Hey, Jay. Oh, thing that you brought up about making up the bed, though, man. Yes. People don't know it starts right there. Right yeah. there. Yep. yep. Right there. Somebody, he right heard there. somebody say that. You're going to have to get your ass out of here. You can't make the bed. I'm not co-signing on shit. You can't even make the bed. <laughs> Man, my mother my never there. had to tell me to make my bed. Once she told me, I got it. Because life was, Man, it was inviting to come to my room. For me, Kente. It was a $72,000 investment that I was making over four years, right? Yeah. Am, I, am I wasting it? And if I'm going to waste it, if, if let me waste it on me. But, you, but you're not going to – but I'm, I'm not going to waste it on you. I'm not, I'm not going to let you prove to me that you're going to waste it and then watch you waste it. No way, Jose. Mm-hmm. So you got to, when you it came make down to just making up your bed, man. Yeah. It's yeah. simple. They don't see. They don't. See. I mean, and, 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 you know, I see people that grow up like that, and then you look at, that's organizational skill. That's chess. That's thinking ahead. 
that's getting what has to be done out of the way. That's when you first get up, it's repetition. That's what making up your bed is. Yeah, making up your bed is you don't want no, I don't want no motherfucker telling me what to do. So I just go through the house and do whatever my mom and daddy told me to do. And that means cut the yard, rake the leaves, sweep out there, make my bed, and uh, just do what you're supposed to do. And then don't nobody fuck with you, period. But if they fuck with you and you act like you got a little attitude, you're going to get your ass whooped, buddy. You're going to get your ass whooped. Once they leer in on you on that bed, okay, then you got to go to the dump. Then you got to get your hair cut. Then you got to mow the yard. Then you got to wash the fucking car. It's it's time to go to sleep, buddy. It's time to go to sleep. I just want you you to... I want you to make up your bed because I just want to know that you have a discipline. Because I know if you... You have the discipline to make up your bed. I know that you have the discipline to do that work. But I got everything around you happening. There's a lady that comes to your house every day while your daddy comes. And clean up and cook. All you got to do is make up your bed and put your clothes in your hamper, and she gonna wash them and fold them. All you got to do. How old was this? How old? How old was the lady, the nanny? Huh? And how old were your kids at that time? He was. It was 17. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like teenage. And how old was the nanny? It wasn't a nanny. It was a lady who came in to take care of the house. Who was it? <laughs> well, let me ask, what does that matter? Well, maybe if she was attractive, they were kind of like, you know, I mean, if, you know, they were, they were, they were occupied. Yeah. No, I, t- I tell you what, they got to teach up there at that school. My, ten- my attention span, if I was a kid, I would never be late or tardy if this motherfucker was my teacher. Shit. Not perfect attendance. Mm-hmm. Like Miss Bolden. Miss Bolden and Miss Golden. Them was some pretty good. Miss Seaford. Ooh. I got up every day to go look at them. <laughs> See, that's where you fucked up, Fred. You fucked up when you got up for some pussy. That pussy was going to get old one day, and then what you going to get up for? <laughs> like it has a point. Yeah, man, fuck that shit, up. man. You going to get up for that mouth No, work. man, that, that was some that, that serious shit, man. That mouth That's the that that basic foundation, man. If you don't do that, what you will do, you will see it in the next generation. You will see what you let get by in that generation will carry on in the next generation, and that will be that missing link, that discipline, to help you. Now you have that generation have to giddy up and reflect on where they fucked up and not listen to a basic discipline. Now you got to get up and then you got to catch up 
and then you got to be the shit once you get it. But you wasted so much time from the one fucker. Would you tell us that? You couldn't tell us? Well, you couldn't tell me that until I got... Well, I already knew it at about 35 that I'm going to have to hang on to this job, get Social Security, and uh, provide for myself. You know, and then, you know, you got economics, you lose jobs, uh, funding for different jobs. But it's always best to have all kind of different trades and to be able to get along with others. Let's get along with others and attendance. To the bank? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'll be back. Fred, what it's about, man, it's about seeing the real, man. It was a cold topic today about local government at the microcosm and then really about what's happening at the macrocosm with the government itself. And and that's the whole issue of what's going on because he talked about generations, you know, he want to be the change in his generation, but he got to do this and that. You know, I look at it, you know, I look at him like I looked at uh, Wes. You know, we all know what the fuck is really going on. But, man, do you really want, you got to really be about it, about it to get involved in this shit. It got to be something about you. To really want to say, you know, it needs to change because it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot, man. It's 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 a lot. It's 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 a lot. And for you to really, in our age, to see someone of black that wants to get involved like that, and they know what they're getting involved with, and they do it. How can you stop that? It's like when she said, you can't stop a homeless person saying I'm living on the street. Fuck you. If that it's in them, if it's in that person to run to be president or be running something local, like Jay said, he go, Jay will be right there. You now you, that's, he could be right there going for that, you know, but it's a whole lot going on in this world today. And the three American soldiers when history tells you any time an American soldier get touched, Americans go get them no matter what. When they came over here and touched American soil, World War Two. When they when they killed a uh, a black man in the Revolutionary War, Revolutionary War. Well, I'm not War. paying no damn preacher, and I'm not paying no grave diggers. I'm, I'm a cremator, and we can have the, the stuff here. All right, and I buy the iron. All right. You go buy the liquor to pour out libations? What you know about libations? Shut the fuck up. I haven't needed you at all today. What you tell her? What you tell her? Tell her, tell her again, man. Do it hard. <laughs> do it with do it. Do it. Like man, do I it. do it so hard, man. Seems like she's more attracted. Seems like she's more attracted to me the harder I do it. You gotta tell your uh, veins pop out your head. Do it again. No, it almost be like, no, I can't do it to her again. It'd be like, 
then I would have to get something in return where I'd do it to her. My God. Oh, my God. Who was that? Was that Reese? Oh, my God. No, that was her and that thought that I just said. Yousef, Yousef, Yousef. You'd be like LL Cool J doing it and doing it and doing it well, you know? No, I'll give her a one do it. I won't give her a doing it and doing it. That's too much to be giving her. I'll just do it and hit it and quit it. Do it. Ah! Tennis shoes on. I'm gone. I'm just talking about breaking off knowledge, something for you to think about when I'm gone. That's what I'm talking about. That motherfucker is like a jackrabbit. He just hit it and he didn't pull it. <laughs> Glad you're here, sister. He didn't call to him at that time. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't give her a, a doing it and doing it and doing it. Well, just think of how many times she did it, doing it and doing it and doing it. Well, <laughs> oh, I mean, you be hitting like Kwame. Do it, you know what I'm saying? You it like that one time. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> uh-uh. Do it again, big job. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> no, that's you. Hit, you mm-hmm. held that note. I tell See you how you said do it. That means you held the note. You held it long. I said hit it and quit it. Not right, hold not the note. Just if hit you get a little money, why do you get on your feet? Why do we can't? They can't. When you get a little money, get on your feet. Why do you care? You try to get a, you try to get a record deal with J.K. <laughs> when others yeah, turn their back and don't fuck with you no more and get their pedicures and go to Africa and come back and say, it is a prayer in the Holy Gospel Choir. Mm-hmm. Little he J.K. sounds like the guy. He sounds like Fred from going to America. No, coming to America. You're that guy, huh? Were you that guy singing? <laughs> going, come to, <laughs> you just grew up. Me and Charles go get up there. We're going to have on black and dark glasses when they get ready to introduce J.K. Then we go up on the motherfucking stage, nigga. Do, 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 do. What the Fred. hell is going on? Oh, da, 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 da. What the hell is going on here? Shit. <laughs> motherfucker. Ooh, I've been like, hold on. Hey, hey, Fred, 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 what they go? Look. <laughs> We, we both gonna get a pink suit, and Jay King gonna be in the white. They're gonna call two Pepto Bismol motherfuckers in the white, a white Elka Seltzer. <laughs> That's when me and Nicole will have our dance off. <laughs> oh shit! We'll be, we sound like they gonna need some help with the entertainment. <laughs> that motherfucker, he loses it when we talk shit. So you know he'll lose it if we if you bet not burp part or say yeah, 
Get down. That motherfucker <laughs> might come off that stage. Listen, this is a Fox Nova suite, and we don't <laughs> Motherfucker, didn't I tell y'all don't cry and don't, don't do come nothing? Did not tell y'all. No here to make them turn the lights on. <laughs> them motherfuckers are trip, y'all. Y'all better be careful, fucking with <laughs> I just want to know where my Who's damn. That? I want to know where fuck? my hoodie's at. Yeah, where my sweatshirt at. I want to sit there. That uh, Beckman or Reese texting them niggas that got from Texas. They be texting all day, telling us shit. That's from the Texas. Mm-hmm. A little dry snitching. If Snitchy Poo ain't already fucking texting. I'm about Text to what? ask myself where the fuck that thing is at. Like, where my sweatshirt at, man? I mean, my, okay, not my yes, suit, my motherfucker. Oh, my turn on you. Turn on Well, since Listen. I know he's a little bit behind because he was sick, and he didn't want to send anything out while he was sick, but I don't know. Man, fuck all that. You're no, supposed stop to be, making excuses uh, for supposed him. To be, it's supposed That's to be what he when, said, exactly. sister. I'm just repeating what he said. I, I'm not making no, it up. No, well, we didn't need you to repeat it. We ragging on him right now. Don't clarify the motherfucker. <laughs> hey. uh, no justification. It, it would be in the mail Proceed. in 15 days, or you would receive it free of charge, and you'll get your fucking money back. Stop bullshitting and playing with us like we Rudy Foots, nigga. Right. No. You know? You you big time, nigga. Yeah. You got people that could have mailed it out for you. <laughs> right, right. Ashley, Phyllis, Monica, Sharika, uh, Kim, Angeline, Zelina. Let me stop before I say somebody's name and they would be looking for me. You mentioned my daughter. <laughs> so where did she say? Where did she say six eyes was? In the He's under the weather. He's getting in the shower. He's getting out of the shower. She has to pass him his towel here in a minute. He'll who's that? <laughs> oh. That motherfucker. Man, here you hear him in a minute. Who is that? Say, I gotta go outside and check on the people working in the yard. You said something about his health. Uh, blind Justice health. Is he all right? Uh, who is Blind Justice? The guy so, you that's know who the fuck treating he's you. About? How you treated him, and now your foot is on the other uh, the other shoe, or the shoe is on the other foot now. <laughs> My foot is on you. <laughs> Kick off. So, yeah, oh, blind six eyes, a.k.a. Light, troubles, huh? a.k.a. whatever you just said. Yes, he's under the weather. just to see the light. He see the justice in how blind he was to you. Oh, brother. It was injustice. Did you call him? You, you, you were going to call him. Did you call him? No, you were telling us about him, and I overheard. Yes. And I was just asking been, about on, what I missed. I mean, take care of your man. So, sister, um, it's, it's, I mean, I would have left you when you read like we're going to stop tapping around this all year. About grapes. Huh? I would have left you. I would have left you just on the fact on how you read. You can't read worth shit. <laughs> Are you is that, sir, is that what you believe? Is that what you believe? Is that what you believe? As much as you, you must, you must don't. Is that what you believe? Is that what you think? Is that what you believe? Do you have something against proofreading? <laughs> <laughs> is that what you believe, Plankton? You believe I can't read? 
You think I no, can't read? No, I know you can't read. I listen to you. <laughs> a tip, you ought to be arrested. It should be a felony for me. Oh, well, yeah, they'll come get me after they get you. Shit. I'll start worrying once they pick you up, okay? Until then. Well, I'm just I'm just stating that I would have left you alone on you that. You did something but else. I can see why six eyes Matter of fact, is with you Joyce. You're 20 pounds more than something else. I see why he chose Joyce over you. Grace, Grace, get it right. What you mean, get it right? Joyce is Grace is the other one. He didn't got here. <laughs> <laughs> it's Grace and Joyce. You didn't know that? <laughs> no, you I really I haven't talked didn't. to Blind Justice lately, huh? You turned him out. Joyce. He doesn't care anything about your muffin bowl anymore that you had well, that, in there. And that, and that is okay, split. isn't it? <laughs> that is all right, isn't it? No, it's not all right. Well, why wouldn't it be? Because Can't you be happy for the man once in your lifetime? More often than you have been. <laughs> Do you see how I you I told you Add to get out of here. I said, sure. You, 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 you told me that. You know when, you know, wait a minute, girl. Now, don't sit here and lie. You know when I told <laughs> no, you don't, to don't call him because you was calling me so much. And oh. I said, you got to let him know because I'm not going to carry on this way knowing that he has a regular girl from Kitty's crew. Oh, God. Well, you said something correct. You carry on for certain. So carry on. Well, you said something correct when you came through those swinging doors <laughs> with your ways with my young brother, Blind Justice. <laughs> you think he's just going to just sit up here and wait on you, do what you want? No, And him not being at the all. king? And then Kiss especially, Grace. here's the kicker. Grace, when you start calling yourself a lady king, don't you know you start never, calling yourself a lady king? I never. Only you. Well, it's been parroted. It's been parroted as you. It's king been right over here. Somebody been on dry snitching on you, you king. You're known yeah. as a king around here. Only to you. You're the only one that makes that claim. No. Got no, back up. No. You got two co-signers nope. in the house. Nope. I'm nope. nope. While he was licking the while he was licking the muffin bowl, you had <laughs> no, your no. hands on his ears, oh. and you would let him hear the rest of the show, and you would take over. <sighs> you know how you do it. See how you that was? That was a one do it. You know how you, you do you it. Don't. Well, you know, do it. I can't. got my tennis so shoes on. Let me get out so of here. So you lost him, huh? Please put your pen away Please We don't need any extra signatures today Thank you How was your staff meeting Hope that went well Did you hear her attempting to read She was trying Go have her read Martin Luther King's speech You will will, Oh my god You lost him Snitchy you lost him How do you, how did you lose a blind man? That's what I want to know. Sister, we'll we'll talk, sister. I just I will, well, blind I didn't justice lose him, sister. The injustice lose a blind man. I didn't lose him. I didn't lose him. They, they want to know how in the hell you lose a blind man. I don't understand. Why are we still talking about this? 
aren't we supposed to be just wishing him well and checking in on him because he's under the weather? All that good stuff. There's so many things we can do. Well, it's that better don't than me. all of us be talking about how blind you know what? sees the light, man. It's just not like you can't handle the truth. You know what I mean? Where's our sister? Where's our sister today? I need, I need, I need sister in the house. Oh, I see somebody about anybody. to get piped up. You need I see anybody. somebody about to get piped up. Mm-hmm. Her name is Grace. Good people. No, we're talking about the woman who lost the blind man. Oh, I didn't lose him. That's the thing. I didn't lose him. And you lost it. And you know, you I, lost I didn't lose it, it, and I didn't lose him. You lost him. Nikki, no, you I lost him. <laughs> you had a good thing you going, and you lost it. <laughs> and you lost it. Why are we disrespecting Grace right now? I don't understand. Why are we disrespecting Queen Grace? What about, We're you not know. Grace is not on his phone. We're Grace elevating <laughs> There you go again, talking about you disgraced it here. The man want to be happy, and he want to be happy. Well, he is let happy. Him, let it be happy. There it, boom. Apparently there he's it not is. answering your call. Apparently, <laughs> I see how he. Yeah, yeah, that's what he's doing. He told you he had a code. What you think about that? She used to be my girl. She used to be my girl. Oh, she had a splitting personality. It's a mess of But I can't see her no more. Because she used to be my girl. She had a split personality. That's why your dumb ass is on mute. Who? Um, um, Fred, sing that dumb oh. shit. <laughs> Fred been keeping us on key. <laughs> you started, he just, got, he just got kicked off the show now. What? <laughs> yeah, because the, the show just and the, the the thing went away. I was trying to, I wasn't gonna open the oh. mic, but it went away just like so calling calling back. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. It's after the uh, time for yeah. him to call in. You can't call in no more. Oh, he'll call. He know who to call. He'll call that vegetable. Every everybody takes a bite out of her. <laughs> but here's the thing about um, <laughs> calling my phone. <laughs> so no, don't call yourself my. You're a vegetable. <laughs> call yourself a cucumber. What is it about him calling the cucumber? You're Hold a on, cucumber. Okay, thank you about this. You're going to offer him an apology, I hope. Nope. <laughs> you ought to be apologizing to blind justice. That's what's up. Look now. That's going to be an apology. I haven't. I didn't offend. I did not offend. I respect All him. I know is is that blind justice hasn't been here lately. Now he's either not feeling well. You know, you know, <laughs> hey, hey, um, you know the initials to blind justice, don't you, um, Kente? Well, BJ. Uh, BJ. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he elevated him. Huh? She might have to do a BJ if she want blind justice back. 
you know Why Levis? You <laughs> oh, Levis. Had that I, same I, I energy since March 23rd. The same energy. Put it on mute. Then it went away. The name went away, so I couldn't get you back. Mm-hmm. Sound like some some bullshit, but we're we're <laughs> late. Welcome back, Team Fred. <laughs> I ain't gonna say nothing now. <laughs> Shit. I already know that woman coming here and she wants a sweatsuit, and the light bill ain't been paid, and you want all of your uh, contract shit. Are you there? Are you, are you, talking, are you talking to me? Yes, Ravis. What the fuck are you doing? Taking a shower in the bathtub or what? He needs to address no. me. I'm talking to you. <laughs> First of all, put your teeth in when you talk to me. I don't like when you talk to me with your teeth out. You always sound like you chewing on something or drinking something. I was. I was eating some. I was eat, I was chewing on something and um, because I can. But you always sound like something in your mouth. Hey, them old teeth <laughs> jokes is old, phony. Don't nobody even laugh at that. Yeah, you you got to get a new one. People laugh at them. Well, you know, I'm not going to do that today. I'm not going to. Oh, my God. I got to get. Oh, I got to send Mary. I got Mary's thing right here. I got to send it. I'll send it for tomorrow. I ain't going to lie. I was laughing. Mm-hmm. We know you were laughing. Huh? Let me stop. Well, I don't never get shit. Did you hear Lavin's King Fred? Did I'm all right. He's going to get our sister Mary's right. in the mail. Did you hear it? <laughs> He's going to mail hers. And, uh, yes. well, I, got, I have to order yours, Fred, cause it, because they had to, we had to, yours is kind of large. Yeah, for a couple of years, baby. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> okay. What? He's all I guess you tried to hurt my feelings, make me not call in to the show. You know, I'm oh, no. That's not true. What are you talking about? I told you, I had, I told you that I got I had to order yours. But why you gotta say that again? Wait, what's he talking to you? What actually? What is he ordering, Jay? It's sweatsuit. We had to order a different size. What size? Four X. Yeah, because they're growing really small. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's not really small. Okay. Uh-huh. Like, 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 Thank you for it. Mm-hmm. Why don't you say you're welcome, motherfucker? Um, who are you talking to? I'm, I'm, so, Fred, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> you get real, you, you get real juicy. In front of your wife. Yeah, come listen to this nigga. He, 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 wow. Come to this you get real juicy. Hey, hey. He said you get real juicy. He said, bro, saw you got. Hey, hey, Fred. Fred, I'm going to tell you, that ain't sound right. He said you get real juicy in front of your wife. I mean, your mouth watering all them gums in your mouth. Yeah. I ain't going to go there. Never mind. I yeah, this is a big boy. You don't yeah. want to get involved in this. 
Yeah, you don't want to get all fucked up in this. You'll be wanting to cut the airplane to find one of these motherfuckers. You'll be getting Come on, you come to Walmart. Look, I serve you a drink before you decide to do what you got to do. <laughs> he said, uh, come on and do all this. He'll serve you a drink before you what you say, young man? Before you decide before to do what you're going to do. I say I serve her a drink before she decides to do what she's going to do. I think so. You don't even know I'm there. Now, I don't think Delphi. so. You Get don't even know I'm there. Leave my wife alone, man. I, I, Shut up, nigga. <laughs> let's go. Let's let's get back on uh, somebody else now. No, I just did. I just did. I just did. I didn't ever know. I'm not worried about your feline scratching. Um, you can't even listen here. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't be listening. These motherfuckers just be talking. Yeah. Don't try to make. I just thought I'd tell my business was bold. I was just trying to butt in every now and then. Well, you can't butt in with these kind of niggas. These niggas, after you butt in, then they think they, then you become a whole bunch of motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, hold on to the bank, baby. Mm-hmm. Bye. 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 Anybody going to be disrespectful to your wife like that? She ain't never disrespectful yeah, nobody. Yeah, why you tell sister that? Ain't no way in the world. They ain't gonna I'm gonna do that. Stay out of here. That's it. They start off like nice, like that, and then uh, what's his name will pick up the mic. Uh, what's his name? Uh, that nigga that called bitches. What's his name, baby? Baby. You talk about cuddles. Come <laughs> Ali. Yeah. Yeah. Come as long Ali? as it don't have no sugar. Yeah. I don't want no sugar in it. He's sweet enough. <laughs> Especially with no teeth in his mouth. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and, Lathers, I don't know if you could call another rusty bucket juicy. It's, I don't know. That don't strike right. Val? Val? Will you, before you go, come tell these motherfuckers that I got about four pans of teeth. And uh, she liked me just fine without him. And fuck y'all. It's cool. It's cool. No. But we saying, listen. We know, sister love you. We know that. Listen. Hey, Fred. Fred. <laughs> what? Listen. On cell block D, you might get all the plates. I would no Oh, my God. <laughs> there you go. Chocolate peach. Where are you? I know. I know. You see how, see how I go when sister not here? Well, you know, she had to go down there and get that goddamn, uh, what you call it, when they put that tape wait, on you and get here. all that half around you. Uh, wait, 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 wait. I want, no, no, let's put this in check. Well, who not here? <laughs> you you know who. You know who, Frosty. Okay, so look, let, let, me, let, me, let me put you in check. Let me put you in check. Wait, wait, wait. Let me put you in check. Who you going to check? You checking King Fred because King Fred is the one that said it. You ain't checking me. You ain't checking me, scissors. You ain't checking for me. No, King King Fred, 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 let's see it. Hey, look, watch, watch it. Look, JK, he don't want to take you, King Fred. He's going to take the weaker vessel. Come with it, then. I was born for it. What you got? Stop, stop, stop. When you talk to Chocolate Peach next time, and I'm not here, ask her who her daddy is. You. That's all I'm going to say. That's right. 
Because I put my man hand down. She gonna she's say like, you. you. The problem is, you had to write for this. Look, that's the problem right here. You know what I'm saying? My man hand down. You can't check my hand. I got control. I got the man hand, not you. Can we hurt? We, we know what it sounds like. When sister here, you all nice. I it's got all the nice and jolly. Listen, 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 listen. Sister not here right now, listen, and here you listen, go. Listen, back to your listen, old ways. Listen to me. I'm listening. That's not my old ways. Look, we have an understanding. I said, when she talks to me from now on, you call me daddy. She said, okay, daddy. <laughs> and she don't mind. Stop. She don't nah. mind. She like, nah. like it. That's she don't mind. So I got, listen, <laughs> so, so don't worry about, listen, so you don't control my hand. <laughs> And don't if can't check me because I'm daddy. I'm the Bob. <laughs> All right then. All right then, Sir Bob a lot. So why is it when sister is here, you all subdued and calm? You don't want to argue with nobody. You don't want to prove nothing to nobody. You all in the cut, chilling. Everything is wonderful. You tell us to have a nice day. <laughs> so what's that then? What's that? Have a nice day. What's that, Mickey D. Matt? Listen, I talk to customers all day, have a great day. Baby, all Be careful. Be safe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want everybody to go home. I want everybody to have a nice day. You told day. the man, turn your headlights on. <laughs> What's all that? Huh? When sister's here, the best of you show no, up, the best of you pop no, out. Is Jeremiah still here? You know is Jeremiah still here? Listen. That's a beautiful Listen. thing. Listen. I'm you just saying, don't act like it don't exist. Listen. That's all I'm saying. Bitch, you, you have a lot of frustration built in you. You got a lot of frustration. <laughs> That's not frustrating. You got a lot of frustration. You, you bucket. You got a lot of frustration. You, you, you got a lot of frustration. 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 You got a lot of Oh, I'm sorry, I was watching Jeff Maroney. Look, look, watch it, watch it, watch it. it takes I'm watching. You got to give me, look, look, I get off at 1.30, 11.30 your time, yep. then you got to give me about 15 mm-hmm. minutes to get outside. Mm-hmm. Like, I got to get past oh. everybody. Look, like, like I was yeah. leaving the building, and the store yeah. manager was talking to me. The other yeah. customer yeah. was saying something. Okay. I had to walk past people, so you have to give me a minute. Now, okay. if, yeah. if the show is between me and there, I can't. I can only say so much of something. But at the same okay. time, okay. you can't control my Mac it's, hand. It's very, it's this kid had a problem with Jack and you, and now he had to go move on to the great, <laughs> some, you know, Brian Jefferson. Uh-huh. He could have straightened you out with the iron. What? You know what I mean? Don't get mad at me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Y'all can't say nothing else about troubles in Mac hand. First and foremost, well, I, think, I don't I think, even, I don't I even subscribe to the I Mac hand. Y'all not know Mackers up in here. All I'm saying is, I think it's wonderful. I, I wasn't them. against you. I I'm just you telling you, them. I noticed you the difference. You, you know, you, you you're getting all you live. You're getting all active right Nitty, now. But if sister was here, Nitty, you would be like subdued. Nitty, That's all I'm saying. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Nitty, what is you, y'all talking about? Oh, our sister Tasha Keith, and, and when she's present on the line, scissors is, you know, just happy and, and yeah, calm and, and peaceful. No, nah, he's scared. He's scared of what she's going to do to his ass. That's why. Yes, yeah. sister. Okay, all right. Yes, scissors. She gonna get. She, she gonna get. But scissors, he ain't scared. He ain't scared. He not he not nary a bit. He ain't scared because he ain't doing that. But. Uh uh uh, Mary, Mary. Uh huh. 
Uh-huh. You know, I love you. I'm Mary. Mary, I love you, right? You know, right? Uh-huh. 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 Stand down. Stand down, Mary. Don't be, don't be jumping off to your side. Let me tell you something. When you got a haunted house, you know what I'm saying? You know, when you got a haunted yeah. house, you, 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 you go straight. Your, look, you know what I mean? I, I, I can't help the haunted house. It's frustrating. It needs cleaning. You know what I'm saying?